There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Episode 258 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, March 8th, 2017. My name is Dan Gorman, and my name is Root Beer Surge, and I love abstinence. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and I'm really, 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 really trying to cut down the number of times that I try heroin. (laughs) My name is Matt Brown, and I don't want to spend another year staring at the same walls. Don't want to spend another year playing with the same balls. (laughs) You heard it here first. First of all, that he doesn't want to to play with those balls. We got another guest host this week. Yep. Mr. And Matt Brown of Matt MAMO. Brown of the MAMO podcast. Yes. And on my, my opening quote, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. is me quoting Casey, misquoting a song by David Hasselhoff mm-hmm. that you guys did either mm-hmm. on Time Bandits or here. Oh Amazing. Like, <laughs> 150 episodes ago. Awesome. Listen, you had me at balls. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. uh, the reason I remember it is because I think it is like the only time Casey couldn't actually get through a line without, <laughs> without cracking up and like crying into the microphone. So it endears me enormously to him. And mm-hmm. I miss him greatly. Although the fact that he is not here is well, one of the yeah. big reasons I am. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, two of us sitting here saw Logan. Yeah. Uh, and one of us watched Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> and we will also review, we'll review those movies and we will also talk about an album by Stephen Tyler. Uh, and more. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as the punishment pick. Uh, all of that he's and the more. the coolest grandma. Yeah. Yeah. All that and more in Film Roulette in yep. the middle of the show. But first, we'll get to a lot of stuff off the top movies we've been watching. Uh, new news and more. And right. at the end of the new show. News. New news. <laughs> at the end of the show, we will talk about an episode of the OC in our Orange You Glad It's the OC corner. Yeah. And uh, big thanks to Ariel Fisher for yes. uh, sitting in our guest seat last week and doing a hell of a job. Yes. So go listen to last week's episode if you have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then listen to this one now. Yeah. So if you'd like to email us your thoughts and opinions of the last week's show or more, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, and you can tell all your friends about us in real life before going to facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time for new news. New news. New news. New news. 
So I said uh, to Matt, yeah. I said, do you have any new news to bring? And he said no. Yeah. And then he made some. And then he got here. Yeah. 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 I ma- I literally made you, the news. You, None yeah. of this is real. You emailed Deadline. <laughs> I invented all of it. Very good. I'm such a dick. No. Mm-hmm. So a few things. First is that Ridley Scott announced today with Alien Covenant still yeah. four months away. Right. Yeah. That, by the way, Alien Covenant 2... Ready to go. He's got the script. Yeah. He can shoot it in an hour if yeah. he wanted to. It's good. Yeah. But he also said, like, and I'll make even more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently now, if it's I'm good. understanding correctly, yeah. there are four potential prequels to Alien, of which Covenant is number two. Yeah. And he's got two yeah. written and ready to go. Right. If Covenant is successful. Successful. Well, yeah. Which I guess it should be. I mean, they're ma- they made this off of Prometheus, which... Yep. I still would stand by. I enjoyed that film. Oh, I, 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 listen, I know what's wrong. Sure. <laughs> with that movie. So but I still I. really enjoyed it. I, I am a it big Prometheus defender. Beautiful. Yeah. It beautiful. It looks wonderful, and I do think it does some very interesting things storytelling-wise. It has in terms some interesting of, ideas, yeah. and yeah. that Fassbender performance is, is terrific. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fassbender. <laughs> That's it. So, More like so, fascinating. Yeah. So this is what's weird about it. Like, I'm the biggest Prometheus defender you're ever going to meet. Like, uh-huh. I really like that movie. And I never wanted a fucking alien sequel to come out of Prometheus. I no, was like, no. they never had to make this film, yeah. you know, let alone two more films. I just saw the new trailer. Oh, and okay. I thought it was. I saw it on the big screen. Oh yeah, yeah. And you I was know, like, I see that. "That's yeah. a nice looking trailer, and it looks great because he really knows how to make sci-fi look yes. exactly like the way I want it to look." Yes, uh, because of my childhood and growing up with him being the lens through which I saw sci-fi uh, and fell in love with it. Uh, so it looks just right for me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yes, yes, great." But I look I, with the Alien franchise, and he's back, which is wonderful because if anyone's going to pull it off, it's going to be Ridley Scott. Sure, but I just don't know if that creature can scare me anymore yeah i don't think it can either no and the thing that i realized very late in the game because i am 40 years old and i have been watching ridley scott movies for most of my life yeah (laughs) yeah ridley scott i don't actually think knows how to or has any interest in telling a story i think (laughs) scripts for him are just let's come up with a framework around which to stage interesting shit Mm -hmm. like i think that's what he's interested in is like the, the, the technical aspects of production, like yeah. what is going to be challenging, interesting, look different, be unique about this scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He couldn't care less about characters going from A to B. That's not relevant to yeah, his, yeah. what he does, you know? And when it works, which every now and again, it really does. It really does. Yeah. That's fine. But like when he says, oh, I've got a script, I'm like, you got a cocktail napkin, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have <laughs> anything. <laughs> I got a name for another ship. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's what I have. I thought of another slightly <laughs> Conrad-esque reference yeah, yeah, to yeah, throw yeah. into a ship name. Yeah. And yeah. also there's going to be 10 white people. Yeah. And they're all going to be in their underwear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. I uh, feel, fine. I sure. feel like the the trailers that I've seen so far, like the Red Band trailer and, yeah. and, and the other trailer that's in theaters now, I think for me, I'm like really excited about it. I think it looks great. I think... I think it's going to devolve into action scenes. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've seen the shot of the alien, the xenomorph on the, its way. on the top of the yeah. like yeah. flying thing. And, like, yeah, I just feel like... That's... I, that, I that tell point it's going to get a little... The, it's, the, it's the spike at the end of the trailer. Yeah. And that was the thing that pulled me out of it. Where yeah. I was like, I'm in, I'm in. I'm, 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 no, no thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing that pulled me out. I mean, it's the exact same way they marketed Prometheus. It wasn't until I was actually watching Prometheus that yeah. I was like, oh, they blew off, They blew their third act reveal. Yeah. yeah. Like the big, oh, the, 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 the 
Juggernaut is going to take off. Yeah. They're going to fly the Prometheus into it. It's going to fall <laughs> back onto the earth and roll like a horseshoe. That is literally like, that is the grand finale yeah, of that yeah. movie. And yeah. they blew it in the fucking trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching her dangling off the ship with the alien running around on the outside. And I'm like, oh, they've done it again. Yeah. They've blown the third act yeah, action yeah, sequence yeah. in the trailer. Like, yeah. what? Just, why do you think we're going to these movies? <laughs> yeah. Because it goes, <laughs> yeah. Bwah. Although I, I will say that a lot of people. No, this one doesn't go. Black. No, it goes. <laughs> I, I do. I did see a lot of people on the internet saying, "Oh, the CGI for the Xenomorph in this is terrible," and I didn't think it looked oh, no, that I think bad. It's fine. It looked fine. No, and it's also fine. unfinished effect shots in a trailer. Well, I never yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. off. Don't worry like, about the, it. The reality is, it's gonna look fine. Let's not talk yeah. about how this movie looks. Exactly. It's gonna look it's fucking gonna look great. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. And also, no CGI Xenomorph is ever gonna satisfy fucking anybody. No, yeah, exactly. because half the reason the first one is scary is it's because it's real. Yeah. It's right in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah. And it looks disturbing as shit. Totally. Yeah. We know what it looks like now. Yeah. And. Yeah, it can do more interesting yeah. things if you CGI it to the outside of a spaceship trying to break in with its face. Yeah. But it's still not, it's not the same thing. One thing I did find effective where I, I the whole time I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, I don't know that the alien can still scare me. Mm-hmm. But there is this, there's a shot that is very reminiscent of a James Cameron shot in the trailer. I don't know whether it's some kind of like hallway or something on the ship. It's all in red and the alien mm-hmm. is coming at yeah. the camera really fast and in an erratic sort of not possible. Yeah movement and it's sort of like when uh, Gorman and yeah. they're in the <laughs> exact thing yeah, I thought they're about. in the and they're getting chased yeah the what other did I Gorman? the Gorman the, the Gorman that no Gorman. one likes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when they're in the uh, the air ducts right before you know and the aliens are the, I always that scared the shit out of me when I was yeah. a kid the way they moved through the the, yeah. the, yeah. the, the, the air ducts terrifying so I saw that and I'm like well that still unnerves me so maybe something I don't know yeah I'm and hopeful. I mean I, I again like I I'm, I'm happy to go see it yeah, but it just sort of seems to me like this is the one where he took everything that was subtext about all of the other ones. You know how yeah. like it was always kind of creepy that basically they're wandering around in giant penis and vagina statues, but yeah. nobody's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and John Hurt gets his face raped. Yeah, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, you know this seems like the one where they're gonna like no, we're just gonna get a bunch of colonists. Like this ship's gonna be nothing but couples. They're all gonna fuck, and while they're fucking, they're gonna get killed by the yeah, alien. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, we've seen that movie. It's called The Counselor, and you made it three years ago. Like I don't need to. <laughs> see the alien wipe its <laughs> vagina down the outside of a car no. and then i'm watching this thing beating into oh, the no. and i'm like yeah. oh my god oh, no. he's doing that, that. Yeah. No. he's doing that that is a terrible movie yes oh yes oh man i oh, didn't very, like that very bad no yeah i had I, I almost ejected that one from my mind yeah, yeah. no it's it doesn't, doesn't and stay. that scene on the hood yeah no good that yeah. movie was yeah. almost like it had a couple scenes that were almost overbaked enough to be like, wow, this is crazy. But then everything else in the movie was so fucking boring yeah. that, yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> it's a disaster. Anyway. Oh man, yeah. I'm 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 excited, but yeah, reserved a little. I hope I don't get my heart yeah. broken by Ridley. Well, listen, I might. Uh, you know what? He can't hurt me now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm you know I'm I'm ready for the yeah. to be to, to be middle of the road. Yeah, yep. and look and I, great. And, and I don't think I need. I don't think I need it to be scary. I just want no. it to be fun and just entertaining. Good, yeah, yeah, just good, I guess. I mean, I and guess I'm, I'm going to see another Prometheus where I'm going to be like, well, this doesn't all make a lot of sense or anything, but it sure looks nice. I'm going to just go have like a nice cozy blanket of science fiction nostalgia. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much I won't have to yeah. think a lot. Or I'll be thinking like, why doesn't this make sense? And then I'll yeah. be like, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of my new news yeah. notes. 
another one of my new news notes that I can't wait, really wait, wait. talk about. Is this the new it. thing now? Yeah. New news notes. New news oh. notes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you guys saw Logan. Yeah. Yes. And I know that there was a teaser oh, attached yes. to Logan. Oh, boy, was there, there certainly ever. Was. Which lit the internet afire of people, A, being excited, or B, being really upset that somebody could spoil that a teaser existed. Because what? I saw so many, so many articles that were like, Deadpool 2 teaser before Logan and the comment sections were just filled with people saying why is there no spoiler alert for this I didn't want to go in and be surprised that this existed okay that's not a spoiler that something exists exactly yeah <laughs> like, there is a trailer yeah surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, I mean, I will. I will admit, I did. You know, because they do stage it quite nicely. Like it comes. Oh up, yeah, after the. Tra- uh, I after thought for a second, like, oh, I guess they aren't doing. Yeah, this into the theater. What about? Yeah, the trailers are over, <laughs> and then they yeah. play the. Here comes IMAX. Yeah. It's so cool yeah. thing, and then yeah, and there you, go. The, you have this 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 Deadpool thing. Yeah, and for a moment, I had this huge moment of cognitive dissonance where I was like, Wait, did they fucking put Deadpool in Logan? <laughs> is this is actually is this actually Logan? Yeah, and then well, of course, like immediately, were, you figure it out. Yeah, people yeah. were saying like before. Before it was revealed that this truly did exist, a lot of people were saying, like, you know, Ryan Reynolds flew up and he did this. They they shot this scene and it's it might be in Logan because I saw a lot of people saying that, uh, oh, the, oh, it turns out he's, it's not in Logan. It's just this like pre-roll thing. It's yeah. like a before the movie thing. Yeah. Yeah, but and, uh, but people were thinking that he was going to be in the movie. Apparently, well, that, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you were thinking that. You're stupid. You're stupid. Anyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. who's seen the movie or arguably even seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. No, no way. Yeah. yeah. We're going to make the most dour, yeah. serious, yeah. gritty superhero movie ever. Let's put the Deadpool guy in there. <laughs> yeah. Let's just yeah, see yeah, what yeah. happens. And, yeah. and people were also saying that this teaser was, pote- they were like, it's the post credits to Logan. Yeah. And then everyone was like, no, it's just a teaser. You yeah. Like, There's no post credits. Stop. This movie's no. not going to have a post credits. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah We've got to talk about that when we get there. But so yeah, yeah. what did you guys think of that teaser? Well, I thought it was great. Yeah, I think it's good. I it's mean, I, I, I didn't even really like the Deadpool movie that much, but I'm like, yeah, keep making these for as long as you fucking yeah, want, yeah. guys. Well, like, I, I don't l- care. I was kind of that way. I, I don't know. I, I was like, I, I enjoyed myself with Deadpool, and I, I felt like Casey liked it more than I did. Yeah. But then I watched it a second time. Was, uh, Athena hadn't seen it yet, so we watched it together, and I'm like, fuck me, this is a delight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really, really good. It's a great yeah. second watch, and now I want to watch it again. Which a lot of these, a lot of the modern superhero movies don't have a lot of rewatchability for me, mm-hmm. um, particularly the Fox stuff. But the, yeah, it's just got really, it's fucking great energy. Yeah. So I really like that movie. I went from being like, kind of like, it's pretty good to like, more and more, please. Right. All right. So I'm definitely stoked watch. for it. And I think the, I mean, there's all the crazy news. Well, we can talk about this for a bit, actually, then. There's all the nuts news about Tim Miller leaving and all this and where yeah. it's going to go. And I think it's probably staying in the right place instead of going bigger budget, larger movie. Mm-hmm. To, you know, uh, the, what worked about it was it and not being that. I was surprised that he wanted to take it bigger. Uh, it's me, too. Yeah. So uh, I guess good for Ryan Reynolds for wanting to keep it small and stupid, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or deceptively I, stupid. It's not actually stupid. Um, and then all the other big hullabaloo, and this is the other bit of new news is trying to figure out who's playing Cable, which is funny that there's oh, so I much didn't news about this. Oh yeah, there's constant news about who's going to play Cable, which I think is funny because most people don't know who the fuck Cable is. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a lot of news about that. Um, they they apparently they wanted Michael Shannon. That's not happening because of scheduling. It's like that's sort of an interesting thing. There's the weird Piers Brosnan flirtation what oh yeah yeah that was totally a thing and i was like this is a mistake <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait how is it not Stephen lang i know 
And right? if it's not going to be Stephen Lang, then like I I don't know. I mean, he's picked, it's like they designed the character based on him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or knew right. what he was going to look like now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rob Liefeld, you know, looked into the yeah. future and saw what uh, Stephen Lang would wind up looking like and drew this character for him to play eventually. You know, um, but so, messed up his feet. But he's not even in the conversation as far as I've seen anywhere. Yeah. But the biggest name now is David Harbour from Stranger Things. Okay. Well, I mean, David Harbour's a pretty talented guy. He's a very good actor. Yeah. And he's a big guy. Yeah. So that's good because you you need someone bigger than Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, He just has to be, you have to, Cable's got to be much bigger than Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds isn't a small fella. So that's an interesting... Yep inspired choice i'll say because he is a terrific actor he's a really good actor he's got really good sense of comedy yeah now i can't see cable being a comic character no, in that but, movie, uh, but you have to have the timing yeah that, yeah you know. but they've got to keep him rooted in some kind of something because I, I know they're building towards x-force probably so huh weird but yeah david harbour so that i'm kind of kind of all right with mm-hmm. if i'm not going to get who I want yeah. and interesting at least make it interesting then. and I mean that's an interesting point too because if they are building towards X-Force then that's probably why they don't want Stephen Lang because they're just yeah. like look you're 70 years old yeah, God yeah. bless you but yeah. we, we want to well, do 10 years of this shit that guy's in terrific shape I'm, I, and if you can't get him go get Ron Perlman you know? he could kill me yeah, he's <laughs> just, you know but <laughs> just dead <laughs> yeah. but you know that's yeah. I could see why a studio would find that challenging it's the same reason, by the way, Idris Elba is not going to be James Bond. Let's yeah. throw that out there. Uh-huh. No studio yeah. signs a 45-year-old to a five-picture contract yeah, playing yeah. an action hero. Yeah, it's yeah. just stupid. You don't do that. <laughs> it's a mistake. Oh. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Bit of a bummer. Oh. But yeah, hi, so if, uh, yeah, I'm on, I guess I'm on board for yeah. David Harbour. I do like him, and uh, that's a guy who, you know, got into a lot of opportunity from just jobbing it man yeah, yeah working really sure. hard making small roles wicked yeah you know, that's the bill paxton route exactly totally yeah, he's yeah. amazing on the newsroom and he's in like maybe yeah. 11 of those episodes sure. out of 30 but he's yeah, always yeah. great yep yeah yeah great Sweet. actor so interesting yeah yeah mm-hmm. What other new news? Because those are the two things I wrote down. Well, you guys we, can any? Keep, we keep going down the comic book. <laughs> this is very mm. short because they announced a shitload of casting for the Inhumans. I didn't know right. who any of those people were. Right. And I still don't care about the Inhumans. No. At all. <laughs> Can't. Like, they're Won't. making a series that's coming out in September that is premiering on IMAX screens. Uh-huh. And what? I don't give a fuck really imax screen apparently the pilot and uh, second episode will be premiered in imax really imax sized television and then you can really? go home and watch them on is, tv who's yeah. the, i didn't even see That's the cast weird. list is anybody i don't know any anyone. of them i don't know a single <laughs> one of them and, and none it, of them had like is it, histories either like they weren't they weren't known actors they just right. weren't people that i knew and so are they is it the the kind of standard Inhumans team that I would think of from the X-Men issues I didn't like very much. Yeah, it's it's, it's Black, <laughs> Black Bolt and his, and his wife with the crazy hair and, yeah, okay. and, and <laughs> the rest of them. Those are the only ones who's yeah, like, that's the I only can one. even Black Bolt. I know the dog is going to be in it. Right. Because um, apparently he's popular. <laughs> I, that's literally what the news item said. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. popular... I can't even remember his name. Yeah. Dog. Popular gonna, dog. Yeah, it's going to be on this show. I love popular dog. I love that popular dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, Inhumans always struck me as a really, really... I mean, uh, this it's, was they announced it when they announced Guardians, and I was like, okay, they're just going for it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, They're just yeah, crazy. Totally, they're going to yeah. do whatever they want. But, like, it was always the one that was at the very back end of their schedule. Right. And it was like, are you really going to do this? <laughs> 
Because I, like, I you know Black read, Bolt can't talk at all, right? Yeah. He's your lead. <laughs> I've read some. I've read some Inhumans, and I yeah. don't get yeah, it. Yeah, man, at I've read all. some too. I picked up a couple. I found. Uh, I don't know where I was, but I found some like old ass, uh, early '80s, like '81, '82 Inhumans issues. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, fucking a, this will. I'll read this. Yeah. And so I did read it, and I was like. Who's this for? Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Really listen. Again, you have your charismatic lead guy. And they, honestly, Black Bolt is the most interesting one. And he doesn't talk, talk. at all. Yeah. Cannot. That's why will, I wanted it to he be will Vin die. Diesel. Everyone will die if he whispers things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's maddening. I went and I got some information. Yeah. yeah. So uh, to the IMAX thing, this series is co-produced by IMAX. There you go. Oh, so there's okay. that. Okay. And Weird. I I did find, I, I went through a bunch of articles and I finally found one on Hollywood Reporter that mentioned things these people were in mm-hmm. with their names. So right. uh, Anson Mount as Black Bolt is from Hell on Wheels, okay. which is a TV okay. show. A lot of TV shows. Serinda Swan as Medusa. What? <laughs> what is he? What's uh, he made of? Ants and... Uh, Anson Mount. Anson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of names here I'm going to fuck up. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Serinda Swan as Medusa is mm-hmm. from Graceland. That's what her name is. Uh, okay. Iwan okay. Ron yeah, yeah. as Maximus from Game of Thrones. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Ramsey Bolton. Okay. That's the only guy on this show that I do know. <clears throat> uh, well, you might also know Ken Lung from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, I didn't know he was As Karnak. As Karnak. And then no we less. have some other people that are, I, I don't notice their names, but we have people that were in Concussion, oh, Empire, right. Did Soul you say Surfer. Ramsey Bolton was in there? I wasn't yes. listening yeah. to you. I was reading things. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what I said. Huh. Ellen uh, Waglom from California Cation as an undisclosed character. Great. Uh, so people that seem to be from smaller movies and a lot of television. And then also Star Wars. But here's right. the thing. I got another bone to pick with this movie now. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even a movie. It's a show. But... The thing is, like God knows, Agents of Shield was garbage for a really, and then, really long time. People yeah. kind of came around on it, it right? It but gets good. They just did. Their most recent episode is yeah. not just their best episode by a country mile. Yeah, it is one of the better Marvel television episodes. Really, ever? How deep do I have to go to get there? I don't think you'd have to watch much more than the back half of season four. I think you could yeah? pick it up with Where the LMDR. Where can I jump in? Because I tried with season one and I'm like, fuck this. I mean, if you like Ghost Rider, watch the first half of season four because they do actually a pretty good job with Ghost Rider. Yeah, okay. But then the LMD stuff that they're doing right now, I think, is even better. All right. So they finally basically did the episode where it's like shit we don't know who on the base is an lmd right and it was great okay <laughs> like, so if i started great. just cold at season four i think you'd be fine i'd be all right yeah but my point is okay these guys went into the inhumans right right like they yeah, yeah, yeah. decided to make inhumans the marvel cinematic universe's x-men yeah and that's great so they've got all these inhuman characters running around and i'm like just let them play the fucking ball like if you want there to be in, like the inhuman royal family you want yeah. that to be a thing do it on Agents of Shield. Like no one needs a show about no, the Inhumans. No, no, probably not. You is, know what is Agents of C- Shield? What sh- what channel is that on? ABC. Okay, this is ABC. Yeah, and and I don't know anything about the Inhumans. Right, uh, and I don't watch no does. a lot of like <laughs> right. television. There's no fans out there. Yeah. But I do no feel cares. like there's something about <laughs> I I can't remember if it was that American Crime show or if it was a different show. But I do feel like when I think of ABC and then they're they're pitching this as like a drama. Um, for some reason, and and IMAX co-produced, but I don't know. I'm I'm silently rooting for this thing that I don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like I want this to work. I want yeah. like a cool. I mean, we we have um, 
Legion, which yeah. is like a fucking great so show. Good. Oh my god! Yeah, and, like I fucking love that show. Yeah, yeah. So well, I guess we don't need another like great, but I do. No. I'm just silently rooting. Like I want works, this to be cool. Then it'll be amazing because yeah. it's it's fairly like these characters are nuts. Yeah, like this isn't a thing that should be on television. No. These characters have nuts, or are yeah, nuts? yeah, they all <laughs> they are nuts. nuts. But I just feel like, as much as I really respect, you know, what the the Netflix shows have done, I feel like I I know basically the the field that a Marvel show is playing in. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, we don't need another one. Yeah, <laughs> like we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got enough. You know, and they're they're hitting sort of their B plus A minus level. Yeah, yeah that's especially fine. if Shield was ABC as well. Like, yeah, then, like yeah. we're good. They're just gonna do yeah, that yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Weird. Yeah. It is weird. Inhumans. So uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, um, pretty much. Any other comic book stuff for us to dive into? Uh, we'll get to that later. I'm sure. Okay. Oh yeah. It's gonna be yeah. dense. Did you guys want to <laughs> jump into some things we've been watching? Sure. Okay. Uh, what do you who talk wants to go about, first? Dan? How would you, Dan? I'll go. I'll yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You go, Dan. You've always, me, you know what? You always watch such interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So uh, recently a um, teaser trailer came out for a horror movie that we're all very excited about on See You Next Wednesday. Uh, it, was it It Comes at Night or They Come at Night? It Comes at it Night. It Comes at Night. Yeah. Uh, and that is directed by a director that had previously made a debut film called Krisha. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yeah. Which I watched. Ah. Uh. Um, so that was from 2015. Yeah. Um, and it is a, um, people have called it David Lynch by way of Terrence Malick taking on a, what people? a familial drama. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? I just saw, I've seen in a lot of sort of like press kit and Names. like sort of, okay, well, Greg, <laughs> <laughs> Gregory online uh, at uh, movie reviews dot org all right all right all right <laughs> i just I've, I've seen when people try to describe the the style of this movie i've seen those two names come up a lot because it is very stylistic in the sense of it's extremely wide angle floaty camera work right all malik-esque and it is also very um surreal in an it's it's hard to explain because it is a movie about a woman named Krisha who's coming home for Thanksgiving weekend and it seems like she is very disconnected from this family you don't get a lot of backstory at the beginning she just kind of arrives right. and it seems like one of the uh teenager or or slightly older like 20 year olds is, is kind of like keeping himself distant from you and you're thinking okay is this her son and it just kind of goes from there she's obviously like had some problems and you th- and you know eventually these things are going to kind of come to a head in this family drama which seems very much like okay this is every independent movie ever made you know right. the, oh i'm coming home and it's we're all you know we're all messed up yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's shot like fucking um it's shot like a gorgeous terrence mallet kind of like wandering around hmm. there's scenes where the camera is just spinning and you're taking everything in um and i i really loved this movie with a couple caveats um the guy who shot this movie uh, who wrote and directed and edited it shot it at his family's house with everybody in the movie is his family uh so the acting r- ranges from almost entirely across the board phenomenal with the with a couple exceptions mm-hmm. that kind of cut it down for me a little there's a, there are a couple scenes where i was like well, okay these people aren't actors um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not as not it didn't ruin the movie right. uh, i think the lead character krisha who's played by an actress of the same name uh is a fucking stunning performance and i've never seen a movie capture the feeling of being in a noisy house full of family that you're kind of like you know you go home and you see your family and you're 
you feel so connected to them, but you also feel very disconnected to them. And there's people doing all these different things. And the soundtrack is so obtuse and weird. And it kind of builds into this sort of like really overpowering feeling. And, and it captures that kind of like bubbling anxiety of being in a house of people. It's like, unbelievable when i was watching it and emma was there she she said at one point like i don't think i can sit here while this is on because it's so it's such a like feel feelable like moment of anxiety in this movie especially with the soundtrack you uh matt watched the fits right oh yeah you know how that movie is very wandery yep but then it also has a score that is very you know juxtaposed to the kind of feeling that the movie's throwing off yeah for sure it has that here like there's this cool. there's a lot of this really really obtuse kind of like bloom, bling, bloom, bling, 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 <laughs> sort of like <laughs> a, like atonal soundtracks at times and it builds and recedes and it it's 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 unreal like the the feeling this movie can kind of like shoot into you i really enjoyed krisha and yeah. i think it's it is like a family drama by way of a, like a surreal horror movie and it does kind of eventually where it gets to it's a little it's a little like okay i kind of assumed that that's that this is where that movie was going but for a debut this movie is fucking great sweet yeah i i'm so out. excited for that uh yeah it comes yeah, yeah holy shit uh-huh yeah because huh. this movie is it's so striking yeah yeah cool definitely nice. check out krisha if you are into really weird off-putting but stunningly made and yes. well acted films those are all yes. that yeah as long as those yeah. things are in there i liked it yeah, yeah. I, I think that's why we're all here <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's much i don't know if you like you know really well made if that's yeah, your yeah. bag yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. thought-provoking excellent yeah. films yeah i like it yeah yeah what else matt want to throw to you sure i mean i didn't um have the most okay time greg let's throw to yeah. last <laughs> week because yeah. of work going bananas yeah, right. but i did get to catch up with some stuff over the weekend so speaking of incredibly well-made movies that yeah. are very very good i, yeah. I caught get out oh, oh so yeah. did i i think oh, yeah good. so let's have it yeah let's so let's have that conversation uh, because that have you still not uh, seen I this no, he saw it last saw week. Oh, no, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. yeah good 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 yeah yeah i so that movie is fucking terrific. Oh my! Yeah, like, so good. As oh much as I was expecting to be blown the fuck away. Yeah, yeah. I think it even went over that that it mark. Did. Like it went even higher. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I thoroughly it's so oh good. loved and God. deeply loved that movie. So good. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, again, having all the hype in the world, listening to Dan yeah. and Ariel talk about it so lovingly, and all the reviews and the hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, the stakes are very high when you go see this movie. Yeah. yeah. And then it's better than I expected. Exactly. And yeah. I, I will. Uh, you guys said see it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, and you really hit that point hard, and I want to hit it even harder. Yeah. It should be seen in the theater. Yeah. Athena and I went. It was sold out at the first place we went. So we went to another theater. It was small. We went to the Carlton. Smaller, yeah. kind of whatever theater. I'm so glad we wound up there uh, because it was the right place. But it, it should be seen on a big screen for a few reasons. First, it looks amazing. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful piece of work. Yeah, I want to see just it on a big screen. Underline that because, like, as much as the script is fucking amazing and the movie yeah. has tons of shit to say, the filmmaking is superb. Amazing. Yeah. What a so debut. Absolutely Holy superb, shit, man. Yeah. That is a confident start. Uh, and then the second reason being this is a fucking great genre movie that deserves a lot of support. Yeah. Spend some money on it. It's worth it. If, if you spend money on these great great movies they'll yeah. make more of them <clears throat> yeah. so this thing and, works. and just the 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 audience this Did is you the have, third thing yeah. because the, i saw it with the right hundred people i yeah. think because it was fucking amazing yeah the, the reaction the jumps the scares the laughs yeah the enormous response at the end yes uh there's the phenomenal. one thing that happens where everyone in the theater thinks 
oh god like we all know where this is going yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're like yeah <laughs> yeah the place yep. fucking blew up yeah it was, i was i felt like i was at a fucking rock concert yeah. it was insane it was so good it was yeah. so satisfying oh yeah script tight oh lord and yeah. uh the all performances, the performances all of them in Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think Keith Stanfield is a fucking genius, and oh, I, yeah. I've always been behind that guy 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know he could do that. No, no. <laughs> like, I just, great. hey, hey, do you want to play a 50 year old white guy? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this you is how you do it. it. Yeah, I totally. mean, Jesus. And I, I, said, I said this on Letterboxd, which I know Dan saw, but I'll repeat for you, Greg, which is so. The lights come up, and I'm getting my coat on, and I'm 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 just buzzed. It was a wonderful movie, and I turn around, and as I said on Letterboxd, even if I'd hated the movie, which I did not, uh-huh. it's wonderful. Even if I'd hated it, the entire experience would have been worth it for turning around at that moment and seeing the white girl behind me who was at the movie with her black boyfriend. <laughs> she was so... Like, just her eyes were like fucking saucers. <laughs> like, she didn't even know what to do. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And I was Amazing. just, and I mean, I, you know, I'm, obviously, I, I'm sure their relationship is fine. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, it's, it's just such a striking, yeah. meaningful and, piece of work. Yeah, yeah. And like I said last week, um, the more that I thought about it and the more that I picked through it, like I, I, I mentioned on the last episode, generally when you see horror movies even not horror movies that are trying to be political or horror, like just in general i find a lot of times when you start you know prying apart the inner workings of horror movies that's when you find plot holes that you can drive yeah, a yeah, truck yeah. through or yeah. you know you start thinking about the ending of high tension you're like well that doesn't make any fucking oh, sense oh yeah yeah but this yeah, movie, if you ever watch high tension don't ever think about it yeah, afterwards this <laughs> yeah. movie it it's so it falls apart refreshing to see a movie that when you pick apart all the pieces like Every little thing has all has yeah. meanings, yeah. and they all connect, yeah. and they all make sense, and they all enrich my yeah. opinion of the film. Yeah, when I a, think uh, of all these it's small a things, masterclass of a yeah. debut, man. When somebody yeah. said that, and this is not super a spoiler, but when somebody said that there's a character at the end of the movie eating Fruit Loops, and that she's eating <laughs> eating the Fruit Loops separately from the milk, mm. essentially keeping the colors away from the white. Uh-huh. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. there's there's a like lot it of, goes down yeah it goes right down it, to the yeah, roots yeah, yeah. it's really terrifyingly comprehensive yeah as a piece of filmmaking like there's just so many very well laid out thoughts but then there's so many subtle things that yeah, line yeah. into those themes just fucking yeah, beautifully yeah. and you said like you know politically minded horror films it's like let's be honest there's actually not that many of those no no that's like, not a thing how many people are going to use a horror movie as an essay to discuss a, a, an actual uh, well, crisis a, uh, I'm not saying it doesn't happen it ever. happens a lot I, but, but it doesn't gonna, often happen this well yeah no. this well and also this just this <laughs> deep. this directly yeah this directly like, this exactly clearly it is about this you know and, but we, oh. and to take you know like so all my life I've been watching horror movies where you know the the supposed most vulnerable most threatened member of any human society is a teenage girl yeah that's just the structure upon yeah. which they are built yeah and this guy's like nope <laughs> it's black guys yeah and here's why and he makes yeah. a fucking entire movie about it that is both overtly and covertly about that idea yes. yeah and i'm just like you goddamn genius yeah, so and good. the whole thing is just hung on that pretty breathtaking performance by daniel kaluuya yeah, yeah. holy shit balls yeah. that guy is amazing yeah. yeah i the only other thing i'd seen him in was the episode of the black mirror mm-hmm. uh which he's terrific in and uh, athena and i are both like that guy's great wonder yeah. what he's gonna do well this yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a really complex layered difficult performance and to carry this movie 
that's just surrounded with brilliant acting. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Whitford is fucking awesome. Yeah. Hey, man, Allison Williams is fucking awesome, and that's yeah, not something is. I've had many opportunities to say. No, yeah. no. So, uh, everyone. But yeah, yeah Daniel terrific. Kaluuya, holy oh, boy, what a performance. What a yeah. captivating I can't wait to see it again. Performance. Yeah, me too. Yeah. What a what a wonderful movie. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. I, and it just doesn't it, do, it he doesn't lose any of the the thrills or no. the sense of dread for the laughs or vice versa. No. No. You know, it's really it all works together perfectly. Oh man. Yeah. God damn, what a Jordan Peele so man. Good. That's a, and he said that uh he has other horror movies yeah, he's that four yeah. more social yeah. horror films in mind. Jesus. Please yeah. and thank you. Yes. <laughs> Do it now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like the film, not to go all memo on this, the film only dropped 25% on the second weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he'll get to make whatever he oh, yeah, fucking yeah. wants. Well, the budget was $4 million and it made $75 million so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to keep going. Oh, God, yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. riding the word of mouth like crazy Huge. right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good for them. That's a, that's a movie that everyone in my theater came out and was talking about. And, and even if... They're just like your average moviegoer. I, all those people came out, and I guarantee you, the next person they talked to about the movie was like, "Oh, damn, yeah, you got to go see that movie." Yeah, because like I said it to ten people at work, and I'm sure everyone yeah. in that movie theater oh, went yeah, yeah. and said to everyone they know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I talked to in the last four days, I said, "Oh, see you guys." Yeah, out, by the way, absolutely. In the yeah. theater. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. I hope they do. I hope you so do. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So what? Who's next then? Now. Let's go back to you. Okay. Yeah. I have a really quick one. Okay. Uh, have either of you guys seen or seen recently Dolores Claiborne? I have not. No. Okay. Uh, this is a Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Is there a writer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah. And yeah, there is a reference fine, to Shawshank. Uh, oh, they, they reference yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Directed by Taylor Hackford. Um, who you may know as the director of uh, uh, Devil's Advocate, Ray, uh, a movie uh, called Blood In, Blood Out that I oh, watched I've recently. Oh, I've seen that. That's a good movie. Yeah, Proof yeah. of Life and a few others. So kind of a mixed bag of movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that good, most and recent, uh, <laughs> that adaptation of Parker with Statham. Oh, that wasn't, wasn't good. very good. No. Uh, so <laughs> I had I, seen the, the DVD of this in my brother's collection for years, and it just kind of has this kind of gray cover yeah, with yeah. their faces. And I just thought, this is going to be fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know much about the story either. No, no, like, no. From Stephen it's not King's a captivating work. title. Yeah. I just feel like I'm going to go have lunch at my aunt's house, <laughs> whom I don't know very well. Yeah. So, yeah. so what it's about <laughs> is Jennifer Jason Lee gets a fax uh, because her mother has been... Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> shit. A fax? Is, is a mail through the phone? <laughs> this phone just printed out mail. What do I do with it? <laughs> Why is my phone barfing? <laughs> yeah. What's, is my phone sick? Um, she gets this fax that says, like, isn't this, your, isn't this your mother? And it's like an article about Dolores Claiborne. She has... Uh, a, apparently murdered the woman that she, that she ha- has worked for as a maid for for a large portion of her life, mm-hmm. and so she goes home and kind of doesn't know if her mom did it or not. And there's this big investigation into it, and she's never really had a good relationship with her mom. And it kind of goes from there. It is a thriller, um, and it and it definitely feels more noirish than I thought. Yeah. And I definitely thought this was going to be a drab kind of gray, boring movie, but boy, is it visually stunning! Right, and I really. It, it's a little kind of like, and I don't know if this is by virtue of it being a very um, 
specific movie about like women and mother daughter relationships and stuff. And I don't want to say this and come off like it's a negative thing, but I do feel like people describe this movie as being like lifetimey. It's kind right. of like in air quotes because I don't, wouldn't specifically say that, but it does kind of have that sort of like thriller about like, you know, family drama. And, and, and I feel like people have said that about this movie and they're wrong because I just think this is a really cool movie deserving to be, uh, rediscovered it it gets a little boring in the middle but i really thought this movie was was super solid huh. and i think people should check it out right. i uh said on on letterbox and i feel like people would probably disagree with me but for my money as someone who's seen shawshank maybe like two or three times yeah uh i i would return to this movie again before shawshank oh yeah maybe it's because i've only seen this once Maybe it's because I feel like the relationships between the mother and the daughter are more interesting because it's more of a lesser scene kind of thing. And the bro movie is a little bit more seen. I don't know. But I thought yeah. there was something really cool going on here. Uh -huh. And I can understand why people, uh, some people hate it. Yeah, sure. But I, I thought, boy, this is an interesting movie. It's super over the top, like in, in terms of acting in a lot of the, the parts and in terms of plotting it's it's got that like Stephen King when he does drama, yeah. Like he he does drama, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like everything in this family is wrong. Everybody, <laughs> like everybody was beaten and everybody was molested, and you're just yeah. like, okay, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I liked it a lot. Yeah, fair I'd enough. Be interested right. in what people think of it. I'll check it out. Yeah, hmm, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What else did you check out? Mm, well, I saw something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I'll talk about this. Okay. So, uh, I think you saw this. Okay. A uh, documentary. Yeah. Uh, maybe Casey as well. I don't remember. But I watched Glory Days. That's with a Z-E at the end or a Z-E yes, for I Canadians. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Uh, that's a documentary about uh, club, kids club kids in the late 80s and then the storming of the 90s where they yeah. were the big thing in the New York club scene. And uh, then there was a murder. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Showalter. Yeah, yes. Michael Showalter. Keaton? <laughs> what? Alec. Yeah, Alec. A-L-I-G. Yeah, I didn't Alec. get that at all. So he was, was like the king of uh, yeah. the club scene in New York, which was basically uh, the, the, where the term club kids came from in the 90s and all the crazy garish outfits and stuff yeah. like that. He was, was the a whole movement. centerpiece of this. Yeah. And uh, as of like 1990, it was basically the king of New York. And by yeah. 1997, there was a murder and a dismemberment and prison. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not how you want your glory no. days to end. No, no, no. Um, and it's an interesting story. I mean, basically, it's about a really you know ego fueled guy who just things got out of control with drugs. Yeah, and then you accidentally dismember your friend. Um, and it is sort of like that. It's crazy. Where, I mean, it shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it was self defense that went all the wrong way. But this is drugs. So <laughs> yeah. seriously, but and it is, and that is interesting. But it's not what makes the documentary so interesting. What what really is great about it is the picture it paints of former New York mm -hmm. uh, and what New York was like in the eighties and then the nineties, and then what we look at now, which is a very clean and safe version yeah. of New York, and it's radically different. So it was really fascinating for a story that's not really all that complex or a murder mystery that was yeah. isn't hard to figure out. Or to see even where it went wrong. It's like, yeah, this is a not maybe not the brightest guy doing too many drugs and in the wrong situation. Yeah. And things go horribly wrong because that's what happens. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's but this look at New York and this time period, which is a very unique one, and mm -hmm. it was a big 
tra- it's like it's like a, the the middle of of massive change yeah. in the biggest city mm-hmm. in the in the United States, and it's just it was captivating. Um, and I really found myself thinking about it for days and days afterwards. It, it just gets for that. to some like I I found the most interesting part of the movie was like late in the movie it kind of turns into he's released and yeah. here's his life now after right. this horrible thing yeah that was like and they really kind of focus in on that yeah. i thought that was the best part of the movie absolutely mm-hmm. yeah uh, well i don't know if i thought it was the best part i really loved this look at old new york mm-hmm. which isn't even that old which is crazy yeah it's, you know, 20 years ago but it is fucking nuts how different that city is in a 20 year span yeah uh or even less than that because the new york now has been new york now for a while yeah um, but in, and it goes into you know Giuliani coming into power and how yeah. that was the massive change that came with that and mm-hmm. what it was like in the streets there. So anyway, it's a really cool watch. It's on Netflix. It's Glory Days D A Z E or Z E. Yeah, whatever you like. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, We're yeah. Canadian. If yeah. if you want more of that, <laughs> check out the the documentary Limelight, which is uh, about the club what, Limelight. Right, right. And it's about the guy that owned it that got into a lot of really shady dealings, and right. it, it goes more and it's less about the club kids and more about this guy that has this just insane club that's in a in a former church and they have all these different rooms and all the like cops are trying to shut it down and yeah, do yeah. drug raids on it yeah yeah it's it's good too right yeah there was a club in toronto called the limelight yeah, yeah i was about to say that is it is it our limelight probably not our limelight <laughs> no. wasn't very yeah well, it was easy to drink in underage to tell you that yeah yeah <laughs> Our clubs in the 90s were really good for that shit. Yeah, yeah. it was super easy to <laughs> really drink underage good. in the 90s. You ever go to I Whiskey Saigon? No I mean, there were five fucking floors. You could do anything you want. <laughs> I was even watching you. There was a, there, I feel like there was a Blog TO article about all of the sort of like super clubs in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Probably. Yeah, 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 that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. L- Glory Days, the life and time of Michael Alec. Yeah. 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 Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Definitely recommend it. What about you? Well, I mean, I won't go into this in too much detail, right. but I bet it's something you never talked about on this show before. Okay. So I, I, I watched Get Out on Saturday, and right. I was so buzzed on Get Out. I was like, what can I do that is even tangentially related to this? I was uh-huh. like, oh, right. I have a season and a half of girls sitting on my PBR. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I went home and watched like 15 episodes of girls uh-huh. between then and now. Yeah. Like I, I'm almost caught up to wherever the fuck they are now. I guess they're like halfway through season six. Oh, so wow. And this is so, the last season, too, right? And this think, is the last yeah. season. And the thing about girls is uh-huh. when I'm not watching it, like uh-huh. for basically 11 and a half months of the year, right. I am like, yeah, that show is stupid. Lena Dunham <laughs> sucks. Everything about it is bad. Yeah. And then I watch it. And I'm like, what a fucking masterpiece this show <laughs> actually is. Everyone on it is terrific. Adam Driver is a goddamn genius uh-huh. in human form. The old uh-huh. noisy dick. Yeah, the yeah. old noisy dick. He is incredibly funny. He does yeah. such weird shit. He looks bizarre. <laughs> you know? All of the uh, even even Allison Williams, who I disparaged a moment ago, you yeah, know what? Yeah. She's actually quite good in the season that I watched. Right, and I'm just like this. I, I I don't know that I would ever rewatch Girls. Right. But I'm glad that I watch Girls like as a portrait of American narcissism, which yeah. is what at this point I have to assume it is. Right. Like it is just about definitely by accident most... or not. <laughs> no, no. I think it's got to be intentional is. because yeah. it is so definitely cruelly specific right. about how much these four people are incapable of viewing anything yeah. through any lens other than how it impacts them yeah. right. and what it makes them look like. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's got to be the point because if it's an accident, it's the longest no, running, think, most sophisticated yeah. accident. <laughs> television history i think it's and and i remember when it came out i i so many people 
you know they had like the 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 commercials for it were her saying i think i'm the voice of a generation yeah. or my may a generation at least and people being like fuck that oh she's and and kind of like totally just taking it on face value yeah and i remember like a couple friends of mine were kind of arguing with me about it and i was just like no that's the joke <laughs> yes yep but that's i did i fell off about halfway through not for yeah. any not for any reason of it being garbage or anything just but that i kind of lost the the interest to keep watching yeah i couldn't but i thought it was it. great when i was watching it yeah and i don't know that i can advocate for having <laughs> the interest to keep watching it because yeah, yeah. i basically did the same like i hadn't yeah. watched any girls in about two and a half years yeah, yeah. yeah and then you know they're in the middle of the final season i was like oh i mean i guess up. i'll get caught up and it, you know they're playing them basically all the time on hbo yeah, yeah. so i just pvr'd the lot like mm-hmm. two months ago yeah. and i'm like oh all right, and they're so watchable. Like I, yeah, I, I, I shit you not. I watched fifteen half-hour episodes in the last forty-eight hours. <laughs> like, how is that? I Amazing. don't have time to do anything. Amazing. My apartment is filthy, and yet I did this. Like, it's just sort of like, yep. Well, it's like eating Pringles, which I was doing while yeah. I was eating Pringles. But it's like, yeah, one more can't possibly kill me. Yeah. And then you're at the bottom of the can, going, oh shit, it's just the little crumbs. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you do when you get down to the bottom quarter? Do you pour it into your mouth? Oh, yeah. Into the hand? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, by that point, you feel like dying anyway. You yeah, might as well yeah, complete yeah. the set. It's, it's, you've hit the lowest point. Yeah. It's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have any pop in the fridge? This is all I deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, have you watched any Search Party? No. You should follow up girls with Search Party. Speaking of television shows about people that can't view anything outside of the lens of their own narcissism. Okay. Specifically a murder mystery Ooh. or a missing persons mystery. All right. I yeah. mean, I will say the thing about girls that makes it hard to watch is the degree to which after a certain point, you're just like, will you fucking get over <laughs> yourself? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it was a little bit why, like why I kind of was getting tired of Seinfeld towards the end where it's like, good Lord, you people are terrible, <laughs> which is also why the final episode you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they knew it all along. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm search. What, where's the search this party? It's a TBS show, uh, written, by the aforementioned, uh, no, sorry, you said Michael Showalter earlier. I, I did. I just yeah. threw his name. It, out it, there. Michael Ian Black. Okay, did that's this. not the same guy. Yeah, no, but uh, it's a very good show, uh, hmm. starring Aaliyah Shawkat. Oh, I love yeah. her. Oh, she's great in it. She's yeah. terrific. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. What else? Is there anything else then? <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got All one right. more thing. Uh, I took my own advice. Okay. Uh, and uh, I want you know uh, I was very upset as everyone is about Bill Paxton's passing we talked about it last week yeah so gotta watch some Bill Paxton so I took my own advice Athena hadn't seen something and I hadn't seen it in 20 years so I rewatched One False Move oh nice cool um, I haven't seen it you haven't seen it nope cool um, you should see that movie yeah yeah oh I'm gonna it's uh, written by Billy Bob Thornton who's yeah. in it as well and is terrific in it this is his his first screenplay that was is this like ninety three? Ninety two. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it is pitch perfect nineties noiry indie. Uh, it's dark. It's bleak. It's uh, character driven. It's really violent when it has to be, but it's not without purpose. That violence yeah. needs to be there. It's a. It's pretty intense and right off the bat, um, and cold. <laughs> Um, it w- essentially, it's about uh, two criminals and their uh, their uh, I don't know junkie, I guess, girl who's uh, Billy Bob Thornton's girlfriend, and they commit a crime. They're on the road, and uh, they know that they're going to wind up in this small town. So the city cops that are chasing them need to go talk to the small town sheriff, who's yeah. Bill Paxton. 
it's kind of a simple idea, but again, it's 90s yeah. indie. It's about the characters. The performances are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Bill Paxton is so goddamn good <laughs> in it at playing just this the small town country sheriff who's like, he was the big shot in town. His nickname's Hurricane. Can't wait for this. <laughs> Cannot Aww. wait for this. Yeah, nice. And he just destroys the role. But yeah. there's so many other little connections and things going on. And he does that thing that he does so well uh, perfectly where it's not too big. But it's big because he's a big kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a I, I don't know one of the finest performances of his career, I'd say. And he has this very special thing that he does. It's very specific to him. And depending on if he leans slightly to the right or the left or a little foot forward, it's either terrifying, menacing, or endearing. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> awesome to watch him play that slight hand that he has so well. And again, one of the things that made him such a unique actor uh, and just terrific talent. Totally. Billy Bob Thornton's script is really good. It's a great idea. It's tight. The whole thing moves perfectly. The direction is great. Uh, the director didn't really go on to do anything of much note. Um, Carl Franklin did a couple of uh, not-so-good Denzel movies. Which ones? Devil in a Blue, Blue Dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember out, not out of hating time. that movie. No, they're fine. They're functional. They're okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, but yeah, one false move. If you've been like hungering for some kind of like yeah. awesome Bill Paxton, well, I've action. seen it come up and in people's discussions around now that he's gone, yeah. and it's the one that when I see come up, I'm like, I'm really, I really want people to go and check it out because yeah. I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember thinking it was so good at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, it holds up, and I didn't remember a lot of the nuance of it and what was going on. I just remember liking it when I was a teenager. Yeah, and seeing it again, I'm like, it's even better than I could have hoped for, yeah. and just really stayed with me on the watch, not just because of the weight of uh, Bill Paxton's passing, but just mm-hmm. what a tight, cool thriller. Yeah, really fucking cool, and it, you know. Uh, anyway, it, it if you're gonna if you want something that sits with a simple plan really well, yeah, this is the movie. Yeah, so yeah. right on. Yeah, nice. well, I'm gonna watch it. You should based <laughs> on your advice. Fuck man, it's so good, so good. Sweet. Yours and uh, a lot of people on yeah. Sunday's advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a good time. Yeah, sweet. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else we want to get to before film roulette? No, no, nope. All right, let's go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or something highly anticipated. This week it was Logan uh, and the low roller has to go see something terrible or watch something at home terrible tangentially related to the theme of the week, maybe. <laughs> this week, This week it was... Kazam! Because why not? Okay. Kazam. But the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. We, uh, I was given an album by Steven Tyler, uh, and we will talk about that, talk about those movies, roll for next week. That's how we play film roulette. Mm -hmm. Matt and Greg saw Logan, directed by James Mangold. This is uh, the final movie in the Wolverine saga, Mm -hmm. uh, starring Hugh Jackman, of course, Patrick Stewart, Richard E. Grant, and more. Uh, Letterboxd describes the synopsis as such. In the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X in a hideout on the Mexican border, but Logan's attempt to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives, being pursued by dark forces. Uh... Right now, the on Letterboxd is getting 4.1 on average, the ratings. Uh, this is getting very good reviews, 
and I can't wait to hear you guys talk about it because I was so excited to see it. Yeah. But then I didn't get to. No, you didn't. So you've seen it twice. I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. So I, I it's not the one time. Yeah. I was very, like, you know, uh, the X-Men franchise in general has been um, complicated journey oh, yeah. for me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, and I mean, it's an even actually kind of more complicated journey for me, and I'll tell you exactly why. All right. I didn't really read comics when I was a kid. Like, okay. Just a little bit. Like, I read G.I. Joe. Sure. You know, and maybe sometimes I'd pick up like a Batman because I knew who that was. Yeah. But not really. Huh. I got into comics when I was an adult because like when I got out of college, I, I was doing I was a web developer and I was doing a job for a bunch of fucking morons doing an online nice. comic for these guys. But, yeah. you know, they were like, you know, here, borrow some comics. You yeah. can learn what they're like now. Because, I mean, I was I was like from the four color days. Right. Like, you know, like <laughs> check out what you can do with a real printer. <laughs> you know, so. I, I borrowed the comics and I kind of liked what they, they, they showed me. But then I went to my, my friend Chad and I said, look, if I really wanted to get into comics, what should I be reading? And this was right when the first X-Men movie came out. So I was like, oh, what, wow. what can I be reading in X-Men? Yeah. So he gave me Grant Morrison's run on new X-Men. Oh, so great. like my relationship with comics has really yeah. grown. Basically, it has existed for the length of the X-Men franchise. Yeah. So you can see why this movie oh, my. in its totality suddenly became a very significant milestone yeah, 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 for yeah. me in my uh, life. X-Men was the <laughs> start of my comic book reading as well yeah but it would have been uh when i was uh, i guess 11 uh that i got hardcore into x-men and of course yeah. deep 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 into wolverine sure um and i loved it the chris claremont era uh, anyway so <clears throat> this trailer i know i know everyone's talking about with the comics we're talking about old man logan yeah yep. quite a bit the mark millar Yep. Uh, miniseries from 10 years ago and then you have uh, more Old Man Logan stuff happening now and Old Man Logan is the functioning Wolverine in the comics because they killed present day guy um, so uh, and the story doesn't really follow Old Man Logan at all no. other than there's a road trip and he's old or, yeah exactly they didn't that's in really the band. it I knew that cannot they, do what they happens in that comic. Well, they didn't even do what I expected them to do, which is they didn't even really set this in like a post-apocalyptic. Lin- no, just a little while from now. It's just which, like twelve years in the future. Which all, the whole time going in, what I was thinking about, and this is pretty specific stuff here. No one's going to know when I say it off the top, but I was thinking a lot about X Men, Uncanny X Men, two fifty one. Okay. This is still in the Mark Silvestri, Dan Green era, which is my favorite art, art team for the X-Men ever. Uh, Chris Claremont's still writing. And it's a very complicated time for X-Men because things got weird for a while. What but roughly this was, year time period are we talking about This here? is like 1990. Okay. So, 90s X-Men was some weird shit. Right. Because <laughs> right. It, I'm now, for my dollar, though, my favorite run was no Professor X, no school X-Men uh, outlaws out in the outback of Australia because mm-hmm. the world thinks they're dead. Yeah. Gateway, that whole shit. Fucking my jam. I loved it so, so much. No so this is the end sounds of that. like my kind of run. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, this <laughs> is the end of all that. All the X-Men have been sucked through the Siege Perilius okay. and everybody's gone, but Wolverine comes back to their hangout to find everybody, but instead he runs into Donald Pierce and his Reavers and is torn the fuck apart. And that's where he, you get the first appearance of Jubilee Sweet. and the second run mm-hmm. of Wolverine as dad figure because Kitty Pride's all yep. grown up. So Jubilee was his next Protégé. daughter figure and yep. then armor later. Yep. Um, anyway, which oh, is a great armor. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> super cool. Yeah. Um, and I love that angle on Wolverine. And we got a taste of it or look at it with Rogue in the first 
beginning of this movie series, which I didn't think worked because it's not, it's not Rogue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, coming into it blind, having yeah, no idea sure. who Rogue was, I was Fine. like, this works great. This 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 weird kind of father daughter relationship. Yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. attracted to that. Then my friend's like, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> that is not garbage. He, he does it with this is this is his thing with Kitty Pryde. This yeah. is his thing with Jubilee. Yeah. Armor didn't exist yet. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Joss yeah. Whedon. You know, it, and it's, <laughs> it, so yeah, it was just like I that dynamic has always been part of my understanding of Wolverine even yeah. though the movie's kind of oh, yeah. fucked me up it on what the, it was supposed it was to be the, like. It was the, a nice next move from just to being like not just being the guy who can't control his rage. Right. Like that was a great note for a while but then they got they didn't know what else to do with it and that's why Chris Claremont and Frank Miller did such a great job of pointing him in a new direction. Sure. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, anyway, um... This? So I was really looking at that storyline and being like, how much is that going to be there? Yeah, it okay. definitely has an influence on it. But, you know, I mean, obviously they're not going to do the whole and Shazam with the Reavers from that period because that's Lady Deathstrike and a whole bunch of other shit. Anyway. <laughs> and they've done Lady Deathstrike. They did. Well, they didn't kind do it right, of... but she was certainly named that. Yes. That's <laughs> that right there. You yeah. have identified a hallmark uh-huh. of the X-Men cinematic movies, yes. which is... The name is enough. Right. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, Certainly yeah, the name yeah. is enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I don't care about any of that shit. So I've had all these problems with this fucking franchise, and I like stuff. I don't like stuff. Things have been mad. Is, has there ever been any more uneven superhero like long running things in this because this is like they uh, made well, this so is, many there's nothing like this though. Spider-Man was only, pretty run uh, like all over the map only if you counted all of the Batman movies as one that's series true. <laughs> yeah. that's true that's, that's, about, that's true mixed bag yeah. Yeah. yeah because this movie going from evolution last year to yeah. this movie I was thinking about this this morning yeah. this is literally like if they went from Batman forever yeah. to the Dark Knight right right in one move right like that was <laughs> That was the move. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. This doesn't even resemble the thing you did. No, last, no, no. Like not even. It's not even a year ago yet. It's nine months ago. Yeah. From apocalypse. From apocalypse. Yeah, to yeah. Now. Sorry. Yeah. From yeah, apocalypse. Yeah. Did I say evolution? You did. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. It's okay, buddy. Ugh. We got there. <laughs> I knew. So also meant. was mm-hmm. Bat was Batman Forever before Batman and Robin? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Batman okay. Forever is the Val Kilmer one. Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone you know, Batman and Robin is the one that, like with. Schwarzenegger and the ice yeah. buttons, but listen, 
Forever is pretty for, Forever brutal. might be worse. No, yeah. Forever is worse. Yeah. yeah. It's Because I have time for Schwarzenegger and yeah. Ice Exactly. Yeah. At least that's fun. At least that yeah. movie knows what it is. <laughs> no, yeah. Forever, forever is caught between this, you know, awful trying to be the 60s show again and also trying to be the self-serious Tim yeah. Burton movies. Yeah, 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 and there's yeah. no fucking idea what movie it's trying to be. Oh, no. At least Batman and Robin knows it's a piece of garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, let's lean into the ice puns. We're yeah. here. It's <laughs> hockey. Let's do some hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Hey. So Logan was directed by James Mangold, who right. did the, the the Wolverine, the Wolverine, he did the movie, Wolverine, which is like seventy five percent pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it has the last act. Oh yeah. man, what a shame. Yeah, um, I mean, if uh, we're we are kind of circling the point with Logan, but I will do it one more time and okay. say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wish I'd gotten to see the Wolverine given the same level of creative freedom they obviously gave this. Yes. Like, if they had just unchained the Wolverine from the franchise responsibilities and the need yeah, for yeah, him yeah. to giant, fight a yeah. giant fucking robot, I, oh. that movie could have actually been terrific really? based on this movie, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, finally, yeah. is terrific. It's so <laughs> it's good. so good. And let me tell you, watching it in the theater, high expectations. Yes. There, there is an action sequence off the top, <laughs> and it's what I've been waiting for yep. for 17 years. This is literally what I thought the moment it started. I was like, oh, Greg is having a very good time right now. <laughs> they finally let the Wolverine go. Yeah. And it was yeah. glorious. He does. He goes berserker. Yeah. He does the, like, 16 quick yeah. cuts to the chest, just like, ah! And I'm just like, yeah, Greg is out oh, there grinning <laughs> ear to ear right and now. And it looked, it was paced right. And it was just a, like they, everyone, it was like we, we we stood in Hugh Jackman's corner the whole time through a lot of bad yeah, bad films. Yeah. And, for, and he finally got it right. Yeah. Finally, it's a Wolverine movie that felt like Wolverine yeah. to me. Uh, his He got a chance to really act in this. He's fucking terrific. He's amazing. It. Patrick Stewart is fucking fantastic yep. in it. I've heard of people saying and, that he needs an Oscar or a nominate. Like, I've heard Stewart is so good in it. Uh, he is. All right, let's not get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good performance. The, the, this movie is way too early in the year yeah. to yeah, possibly yeah, yeah. hang on to that kind of traction. I agree. No, no, no. But, but yeah. But yeah. These, my, if, these are really good really, really, performances. Yeah, this isn't just like super. This is. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know. A lot of people, I've heard people talking about best superhero movie ever. I don't know. It's such a weird thing to. I would put it in the top five. I would too. And I think the most apt thing that people have kind of when talking about is it better than or is it in the same place with is the dark knight yeah and i guess tone wise i mean it's a very that's a very cold different kind of movie yeah and this is a western uh essentially Basically, this is essentially yeah. unforgiven with clint eastwood yep only better mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah that's true it is better it is better <laughs> it's absolutely better than unforgiven yeah 100 yes. correct uh yeah it's very good and that little girl daphne Keene, she's Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Love that kid. Now, let me tell you oh something God. about my relationship with Laura. Yeah. Because, again, <laughs> I got into X Men, was kind mm-hmm. of my main thing. Laura Kenny is uh, X23. Yeah, uh, Laura Kenny is X23. And, and Surprisingly popular in the comics. I don't think it's surprisingly popular because I when do they, think when it they sounds like such a gimmick. Her, when it came out, I was like, "This isn't going to work," but yeah. then it really fucking worked. Yeah, I mean, like when when you when you so the reason I obviously like a lot of people. The first time I think I saw her was there's that cover, that iconic cover yeah. of her in her school uniform with the the claws popped. She's looking over her shoulder. Yeah, it's a great image. It's obviously yeah. really weirdly sexualized too because she is wearing a schoolgirl yeah, kilt, yeah. kilt yeah. and all this shit. But I just think that that character over the course of the last whatever now it's been like 10 or 15 years 
really transcended that. Like yeah. really actually became kind of an interesting and amazing character yeah. on her own. And I actually prefer her to Wolverine now mm -hmm. as an adult, like where I am right now. Yeah. And I didn't know she was going to be in this movie until mm -hmm. about four months ago. Yeah, yeah. And then when I knew that, I have been <laughs> so fucking excited. <laughs> and I have been... It's been one of those things where I'm like, I'm getting too excited. Yeah. There's no way the movie could match possibly up. live up to it. <laughs> and the movie exceeded my expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am as tough a critic yeah. of anything X-23 related and anything yeah. Logan and X-23 related you're ever going to meet. And I loved those two. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to get their own just like... Yeah. Give them a sitcom or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want 10 seasons of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Jesus, she, she's amazing. Uh, amazing. Yeah. It was <laughs> glorious. Yeah. Well, it's hey. funny because ABC just announced that they're doing an IMAX produced My Dad Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I would be there on opening day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other things that really work about this, uh, James Mangold directed the fuck out of some action sequences. Yeah, he did. They had a amazing tone to them uh the score is really really Ooh. really good yeah uh and so the action is the best i've seen in any x-men movie yep. or any wolverine movie hands down no question then you have these great performances from these really really talented actors who are really into these roles they know what the fuck they're doing and they're really given some freedom for the first time so you have all that greatness going on and then the newcomers roll in and give it such a great Energy. Stephen Merchant is fantastic as Caliban. Yeah, he He's really is. He's just great. And I can't say, I honestly, I fucking loved Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. When you're going to have kind of an unknown... Where is this guy from? Donald Pierce? He's a nobody fucking villain. He's the leader of the fucking Reavers. Yeah. You know, he's no one. <laughs> yeah, he's no one. And yeah. yet, it's a great... He's great in it. Yeah. It's a great performance. It's, it's a really nicely set up bad guy team. Yeah. Because it's Xander gorgeous. Rice doesn't even show up until I think like the end of the second act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there is a reveal in the middle of the movie, which I won't spoil here, of uh -huh. another villain that shows up. Right. And it's just like you watch the problem set that is yeah. being laid against Wolverine and his buddies just m multiply and multiply and multiply yeah. as the movie goes on until you're like... No, he's old man Logan. How the fuck is he going to deal with this? Yeah, they, he can barely stand act, up. Yeah, it's, it, they managed to make you feel like he is vulnerable for the yeah. first time. Whereas, you know, you really like they have in the comics and everywhere they've made Wolverine almost too powerful. Yeah, cannot be killed, and it really it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, but they this movie got you concerned for him. Yeah, and yeah. you really are like this isn't going to work. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and really... Richard E. Grant showing up is just great because who doesn't fucking love Richard? Oh e. yeah, Grant? and um, he's great, and he's boy. so. I like that he just plays the character so delighted. He's not even evil. He's just like this is amazing. <laughs> like, Look at what we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. This is so cool. He might as well be the same guy from How to Get Ahead in Advertising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's very delightful. Very to be much here. so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Boyd Holbrook to to have a character that's not you know super powered in any kind of crazy way he's got a cybernetic arm and that's pretty much it it's just, but if you're going to roll in with a smaller villain in comics lore and you're not a very well-known actor and it's not a well-known character you have to roll in with some fucking swagger and yeah. make the dialogue interesting you know yeah and the dialogue's fine it's well written enough but he really brought something i yeah. felt like you know he's when got he, when some I, charisma i've seen so many disappointing villains in these fucking movies that's the biggest problem with superhero movies of the last five or six years the villains fucking suck yeah they suck they're so bad yep um and this and it was great and this movie's not about saving the world no which is awesome as well well i mean it's a it it really does finally confirm the whole question around stakes which mm -hmm. actually was kind of true of the dark knight too in mm -hmm. the dark knight 
the world is not going to end. The no. worst thing that could happen at the end is that two ferries might sink with people yeah, on them. Maybe. But yeah. the stakes, because you're at that point so invested in this kind of psychological duel between yeah. Batman and the Joker, they matter. Yeah. Right? Because you want him to be morally right because the film has made you care about it. Yeah. And here, there are like no stakes, really. Like mm -hmm. not really anything. I mean, okay, maybe, maybe some children would yeah, die. Yeah, some Who cares? children. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, okay, so here's the thing. Old Man Logan, the comic, um, is basically the opposite of this, right? <laughs> like, yes. it is basically a, a comic about a pacifist Wolverine right. being tortured into insanity by how shitty the world has gotten until yeah. finally he goes nuts and goes back to what he used to be like, which is the psychopathic yeah. claw-bearing claw killer. Well, it's Mark Millar. Yeah. So it's yeah. all big spectacle. Absolutely. Very little substance. Yeah, he's Got really lucky with the artist. Yep. Uh, it oh, looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah, McNiven's wonderful. And there's some interesting ideas, but there's For also sure. some like, God, come on, man, enough yeah. with the rapey things. Yeah. Mark Millar. All the time. All uh, the fucking time. Yeah, time. Um, anyway. But here you have a Wolverine who's just completely fucking broken. Yeah. Never stopped killing people, does it, no. in the first two minutes of the movie. And he's very slowly on this journey to regain some bit of his soul as the movie goes along. And the stakes are enormous. Yeah. There's no helicarriers. No. You know, no. <laughs> nothing crashes into the ground. No, no. I think one thing explodes. Yeah. In the whole movie. Yeah, sure, maybe. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely, it's amazing. Yeah. They I, take uh, a detour about halfway through this movie to hang out with some farmers. Right, right. It's one of the nicest extended sequences I've ever seen in a comic book and movie. And also, uh, it's delightful to see a soul glow from uh, <laughs> Coming to America in another movie. <laughs> I, I was going to say Dr. Peter Benton from ER, but yeah, sure, sure, soul glow sure. from Coming to America as well. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Athena and I yeah. are watching it, and, and uh, she's yeah. like, do you recognize him? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? She's like, Coming to America, soul glow. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You married the right woman. I really did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well Pretty done. good. I was like, yeah. oh, that's very well done. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, I, I, uh, the Wolverine movie I was hoping Jackman would get to do, yeah. uh, you know, and get there with, and I loved it. And I think this is, again, such a great push forward for you, when you have things that work like Deadpool. It's not just getting the rated R. It's about really yeah. leaning into what makes that character work, what the background is that people love, and what the tone is that people love. So being yep. true to whatever world you need to get into. Deadpool proved that that's going to be a big money maker. Logan is proving it as it's making huge fucking money. Yep. Look at television and Legion is proving it. When you take yeah. these works seriously yeah. uh, and treat them <laughs> like literature yeah. to whatever extent, then you're going to get good products. Uh, and if you make them with enough care, like clearly uh, Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, and James Mangold gave a real big fuck about making this movie. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there's a nice degree to which I suspect they sort of had nothing to lose and very little limitations placed upon them because it was yeah. like, look, it's my last one. I'm only going to do it under these terms. Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and they took their shot. But at the same time, I was also like, you know, if you treat these things like what they are, which is myth... Yeah. Rather than a popcorn delivery mechanism, yeah, you can go a long fucking way. Oh, There's yeah. a lot there. Yeah, and you can make some really quality motion yeah. pictures. Absolutely. What I do know. you What do you think the? Because I'm thinking when I think X Men and I think Days of Future Past, which people really liked and did really well. Yeah, um, I liked Days of Future. Past. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Do you think that they are kind of like ride? Like when I think to that movie, and then I think the next one, Apocalypse. Yeah. I think 
they learned the wrong lesson from the previous oh, one. Man. They were like, people love this one. fucking percent. People love this yep. one. It was <laughs> like, we got a cool scene with Quicksilver. It was a fun, crazy romp. Let's just crank it up to 11 more CGI action. They'll love it. Oh, whoops. Yeah. And then like, do you think they will learn the lesson that, you know, not every movie has to be the hard R, take it super no, serious. No, it's not every superhero like is fucking hard R. But do you think they'll they'll finally make the connection no. of... No, <laughs> they'll probably, no. There's probably going to be a lot of mistakes. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. I don't think 20th Century Fox is any good at anything yeah. when it comes to learning about this franchise. I mean, I think in this case, there, there are some limits placed on what they'll do next because Jackman really won't do it yeah. again. No. Right, like he's just sort it's of over. like he's he's he, he couldn't possibly if it didn't he say something like I'd do it again only if it was involved if, in if the was involved Marvel in universe. Oh yeah. yeah, he was like his one regret is that he doesn't get to put Wolverine into the Avengers. Yeah, but you know, a that's never going to happen. And B, <laughs> so. like after this, if he has a fucking functional brain cell, yeah, yeah, he will recognize that it will literally never be better than this yeah this is the top of yeah, the mountain just go out it's time to head on down yeah, the other yeah. side there and i think they've set things up uh, interestingly uh for i mean we might this might push towards a new mutants film if this, if that if that's going to happen i i've certainly heard james mangold on the record saying that you know he would be happy to come back and do the x-23 movie if they right. want to go in and, that direction and this is the like how do you I mean, the biggest question is how do you recast wolverine Right, and I think the best answer is you don't. You for just a while. don't. Like, you just let you can run with X twenty three for quite some time, probably. Yeah, absolutely. And then and, when and it's time to reboot the whole fucking thing, then you can figure it out. Then you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've got Deadpool actually working as a franchise. This yep. could become another franchise. I'd say just call it there, man. Yeah, yeah. Like we don't need the team movie for a while. Like, no, we no, need no. Just sort of follow these characters. They're popular. Mm-hmm. Let it be. Yeah, yeah. No studio has ever let it be. No, no, they'll but fuck it up somehow. Whatever. But we're but. I didn't think I'd get this movie. No. No. So there's hope anyway that they can make some solid stories here and and at least offer them the ability to... to put in the performance that's necessary for them, you know. Yeah, and I mean it for and me. I'm still, I'm still pissed off though. On uh, 17 years of a fucking character, and we didn't. No one even tried the costume. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know. Why Which, would at the they? same time? Almost because I just want to see how you would do it because it's a confusing. Yeah, costume. It is a confusing. I mean, what, the mask. You, it's you, the you mask actually want to see the ears, huh? You want to see the ears? I think I do. Sticking yeah. way up in the Yeah, air. yeah, yeah. No. No, it can't be done, and it shouldn't be done. <laughs> yeah, they probably can't. Can yeah, it? it can't be done. Why but would if, you want that? It, if they <laughs> do it, idea. if they do it, they need the music from the '90s X-Men. Yes, to score the. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess you know James Mangold has had kind. You look at the career of the movies he's made; it has some ups and downs. And it, it seems apt to have a guy who has had some up and da- ups and downs in his career and a character that's had some ups and downs. They finally, they, like you said, top of the mountain. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. From the director of Identity. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I love. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I like, I like that. Because in my mind, when I saw logan's coming out and it's it's the same director as wolverine and and i wasn't really thinking like matt was saying that that probably had some meddling i was just thinking oh man i hope they nail it yeah yeah <laughs> well because again there's 75 percent of the wolverine yeah, is quite is good. good yeah the bullet train shit is fucking great yeah. that yeah. whole sequence leading up to it, like yeah. that is a great action sequence and it yeah. was at that time i was like that's like we're getting closer to like what totally. i want to see wolverine do in a movie um, and that was, I guess, one of the stronger points of 
Days of Future, Future Past, Past too. There was some, some stuff in there where I'm like, this is he's easily getting able to kind of. Is, like, uh, and I was like, I guess that was going to be as good as we get. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but what was really weird, just speaking of Days of Future Past, really quickly, is like obviously I got home from Logan on Thursday night, and yeah. I was just like, more need X Men. Yeah, so totally, I threw on totally. Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's two years ago. Yeah. yeah, it's a completely different performance. Oh yeah, like he's playing the lighthearted kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. wry, smirking Wolverine, and you sure, then yeah. you watch this like tortured dark soul searching Wolverine he's like my god man yeah like yeah he played this role nine times mm. but he found a lot of different shades to play in there like yeah, that's yeah. a lot of room in 17 oh, yeah. years yeah well it's a complex character yeah absolutely that was like why you know I got so deep into comics like Wolverine was a hell of a gateway drug yeah because he was so not like anything I grew up with, you know, growing up watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends and, yeah. you know, shit like that. When I got into the comics, Uncanny X-Men was a pretty dark ride mm-hmm. um, to get into in, you know, the mid to late 80s or whatever. It was very, that's Fall of Mutants. That's, you know, that's a lot of dark stuff going on there. The Mutant Massacre, all that shit. It's really fucking insane. Not what you're expecting, I guess. And so it, it just, it opens up what well, you, you, you know, you're looking for darker or more complex characters and the, the, the desire for them was, was uh, great at that time period. And that's why, you know, there's this rich tapestry of decades and yeah. decades of material that they can fall back on. Yeah. If they finally will just pony up and do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, just make them the way you're supposed to turn some filmmakers loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. And I can't say enough like just about Jackman. Like Jackman for me since day one has just sort of been like that's what you want from an actor in one of these roles. Yeah, 100%. He believes in the part. Yep. He understands the part and he's trying to use the fact that they don't want to recast him mm-hmm. to push better work and better work yeah, forward. Yeah. And uh my hat's out to him. Yeah. What a run. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. What a fucking run. Sounds good. Yep. I got to see it. Yeah. Logan. You really do. Go now. <clears throat> well, speaking of better than Unforgiven, yes, <laughs> yes, what a segue! I saw Kazam uh-huh. <laughs> from 1996, directed by Paul Michael Glazer, yeah, uh, starring Shaquille O'Neal in a Sinbad ripoff. In a, yeah, yeah, he's no Shazam. Uh, Does everyone know what we're talking about? You know that the was thing part where of, that movie doesn't actually yeah. exist. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. part of my review on Letterboxd. Thing. My yeah. review on Letterboxd yeah. uh, referenced that. I said, I mean, it's no Shazam and Shaq's no Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really wanted to do a YouTube video of like, oh, I just got home from Value Village, like picked up a bunch of tapes. Like, here's the tapes that I've got today and then have a Shazam in there, but like don't mention it. She'd be like, Shazam, Sinbad. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Rotor. Oh, man. Like <laughs> Miami Blues. Okay. Yep. Like, and just, Are you just reading I'm my reading your tapes from over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like not and just release it to the wild. <laughs> See <Yeah>. what happens. <laughs> uh, so Kazam. Yeah. Uh, the world's most powerful genie has just met his match. The write-up on Letterboxd is amazing. This is the synopsis they have. Shaquille O'Neal, as a rapping genie, protects a little boy. (laughs) Period. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Yes. I didn't know he was rapping. Uh Uh-huh, he raps. Oh, Oh, man. Does he play any basketball? Oh, he does. He plays... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he does a thing where because he's a genie he can turn someone into a ball and then he dunks it into like a no. <laughs> into like a air duct <laughs> no no no. i've seen that happen that can be done yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough have any you guys, genie knows how to do that have yeah. you guys seen kazam no no okay what are you crazy i saw this when i was a kid <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah really did you, did you remember it i remember just it being like a dumb thing i watched that i was like oh, i enjoyed it like yeah. <laughs> i'm a dumb kid like i watch anything <laughs> pretty colors whatever yeah, yeah. Um, so 
Uh, it's hard. And now through the eyes of a and man. And now through the eyes of a man, I yeah. realize it is the masterpiece we've all needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. This is one of those movies that is widely regarded as one of the worst. Yeah. And, and it's not. It's a bad movie. Right. Very bad indeed. Uh-huh. Um, but Paul Michael Glazer directs the fuck out of this movie. like Hits it like a glazer hit, beam, yeah. yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Laser focused on this thing. Yeah. I mean, it it's over directed in the way that 90s movies are, but he's doing the kinetic 90s thing, doing like tons of like lots of kinetic action on the camera and and i had to kind of like tip my hat to him and be like oh man you're trying man like you guys are really trying to make this look good and you're really trying to have fun with this and it's just a dumb movie and Shaq is likable enough Uh but here's the thing with this movie because they covered this movie on how did this get made famously they covered a lot of ground that i can't recover right but they also did one of those things where they got um on slash film they put together an oral history of kazam oh featuring like the really? main, yeah featuring the main actor a lot of the really? producers and they get really in depth about the production of this movie and it is a movie born of uh sadness and 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 <laughs> what in a lot of like <laughs> so the director lost his wife <laughs> And this was the first thing he did after that. And he really was trying to do this like family movie. And he was putting a lot of like effort into making this movie. And he had met met with Shaq and and they had all these plans for this movie that, and the reason why he's a rapper in this movie, why a rapper, the reason Uh why he is a rapping genie um, (laughs) is because they had all of this like in the, oral history they describe it as like broadway level but that's probably questionable but they had uh, all of this music written it was going to be like a pseudo musical oh my god and it was going to be this huge thing that just kept kind of paring down and like got to get it done just like turn this thing out sort of like producers and higher up saying like that won't work just do this right. and so it became this kind of like you know, passion project that this guy wanted to kind of put his his head into and escape from the like problems that he had in his life. Yeah. Um. And it just kind of became this sort of you know sad blockbuster. But it's not unwatchable. Like Emma and I watched this on the weekend, <laughs> and afterwards Emma said, "Yeah, that was really bad." But like we watched it and we were laughing and we had fun making fun of it. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a torturous, you know movie going experience there's there's a lot of of the the sort of like what the fuck who thought this up kind of stuff which is fun like like i said him balling a guy up and dunking him it's like just because he's shack dump dunk something how much rapping does he do he does quite a bit of rapping (laughs) he also gets on stage with debrat at one point uh, which is fun and wow. his rapping is terrible oh, he's horrible and people love it he's but i've heard his music i've heard his albums and he's trying on those yeah here he's just like how dare you interrupt my slumber and then he rhymes something with slumber that's terrible lumber. oh my uh, plumber oh uh. it's like i've been sleeping on lumber <laughs> like it's ter- like he d- it's not rhythmic and he's not selling it and he's yeah. not going for it yeah um but <laughs> it's pretty it's a pretty crazy movie and i uh i didn't like it it's pretty yeah, bad but you didn't hate it but it was just it, it is exactly what it is it's 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 a poor it's a rapping ex- genie it's masterpiece. a poor excuse for a, ch- a children's f- film um 
and there's enough kind of like ridiculous stuff in there to laugh at if you want to watch a bad movie. Uh-huh. Like this is in, you know, when I watched The Barbarians Think Big for the for the podcast, like yeah. that was fucking terrible. Right. And there was some fun, this is ridiculous, but it was just drab nonsense. And this is nonsense, but they are trying to make it a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're attempting for they they know someone's gonna see this they're trying to make it look nice you're throwing out some great pull quotes here yeah. it's not unwatchable did, uh, <laughs> did he uh put any balls inside anyone no well we'll chalk it up to a win then yeah all right yeah uh, i on my review i said one star for the director's commitment to really trying to get this thing done <laughs> making it look nice and then one star just for like <laughs> the, the ridiculous thing you can say about it is like, well they certainly finished making it yeah <laughs> totally at no point in this train wreck did yeah. you guys quit yeah, you did it yeah definitely yeah and uh, i mean great. it led to the wonderful steel Oh mm-hmm. right, yeah. They well, Shaq, I mean, Shaq decided to make steel later on. Right, after this, right. So. Yeah, which is a oh. terrible. Film. Which we almost picked last. Almost, week. yeah, yeah. But this seemed like the dumber <laughs> choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. So, Kazam. I can't say don't watch it, <laughs> but I also can't say watch it. No, I yeah. won't. Don't. <laughs> no, I'm I going to have no intention yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Ever. It, no. In in the back of my mind, I was like, what if Matt watched it for the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Yeah. Kidding? I had to fight my way through that freaking Steven Tyler album. Oh, you listened <laughs> to some you listen I listened to, to it. Oh, yeah. I did. I, okay, I'm glad oh, you did boy. because my review, I was going to say Greg gave us a punishment album and it was Steven Tyler's Everybody is Someone from Somewhere, right. whatever it's called. Sure. And then I was going to say, and so <laughs> it's it's Steven Tyler from, from Aerosmith. He made a country album. There's yeah, he did. The end. And yeah. then I was going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> That's about as much as I got out of it, yeah, too. Yeah. I, mean, I have to say, I, I haven't listened to the entirety of last week's episode. Why did you pick this? Because uh, why not? Yeah. I, it was really like, I, I forgot I had to pick something. Okay. And then I was like, how is this going to work? Am I just giving Dan an album? Yeah. Well, because if I give him something we both like, that's probably a boring conversation. Yeah. Us being like, it's good, right? You're really good. That's how we talk. <laughs> and uh, and then I was just like flipping through like recent releases or whatever, and I just saw that he made an album, and I was like, that's a country record. That's fucking gross. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, man. Like I I listened to the shit out of uh, Aerosmith Greatest Hits Volume One when I was in grade seven. You know, sure. like, it was dynamite. Loved it. Yeah. And then you know. All the everything happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really liked Permanent Vacation when I was twelve. Tried to listen to it when I was older. It's horrible. Yeah. That's the one that has like dude dude looks like a lady. Yep. And that's a big hit. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's fucking crazy. Aerosmith in general is crazy. <laughs> I hate Aerosmith. <laughs> They're crazy, amazing, and we're all crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because then you had after that was Pump, which I didn't care for, but it was a big, big hit. And then everything got worse with Get a Grip. I think that's a, the true end of Aerosmith was yeah. living on the edge and amazing, crying yeah, Get crazy. Get a Grip came out when I was in high school. Yeah. I think it was probably the first Aerosmith album I, I heard. Oh, really? But I was I knew enough to know that they were the guys who had done like Sweet Emotion. And sure, I kinda, sure. Like, worked yeah, my yeah. way backward. I never went forward. No, uh, like, why would you? you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was that was the end and the beginning. It yeah. was the Alpha and Omega of yeah, my Aerosmith yeah. experience. And, but it sounds like fucking crazy. And then that, that's the era where Aerosmith starts letting people write their own the songs for them. Right, like the big Armageddon yeah. song. They yeah. didn't write that, but that was their fucking. And no that one was their big, yeah. big, big Boy, hit. Suck some shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then a later horribleness and all kinds of badness. So this conversation is a bit more interesting than the album. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, Absolutely. I listened to uh, half of one song. Okay. Yeah, which song? Um, the first one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, first track. Here's My the thing. own worst yeah. enemy? 
Yeah. My own worst enemy. Yeah. Which there's plenty to talk about. But if I were to give the entire album uh-huh. uh, just uh, a single line review, right? it would be that I do not want to listen to 45-year-old <laughs> Liv Tyler's 75-year-old father whining about how hard it is to get new pussy. <laughs> that is just not a hook no. for an album. I'm just like, will you sit down and shut the fuck up? <laughs> You're Steven Tyler. You did fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calm down. It's all right, yeah. buddy. And the the intro to the title tr- title track, where all somebody from somewhere, where mm-hmm. they're like, somebody uh, somebody's on the mic somewhere. He's like, what? What would you say if you had the mic? You could say one thing to somebody. What would you say? And he's like, I'd say, we're all somebody from somewhere. It starts. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah yeah. This the- uh, this is what you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Although it is also not what you think it is. There there. I expected le- m- less mandolin. There's a lot of mandolin. There is on this. a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, and it is funny that it isn't what you think it is because I wasn't thinking it would be that. Then I would hear it and I was like, "Oh, I guess this is what yeah. it is." But they, off that first song, and then about halfway through, then those drums that you they get rocking into yeah. came in, and I was like, "Oh, disgusting!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there was a nice moment in the f- middle of the first song where I found out for the first time that yeah. I was listening to a country album. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I was yeah. like, oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's and, and what I got. Some mm. of the songs sneak into the like, oh, we're doing the indie indie folk country right. like of of now, where uh-huh. there's some like, hey's in the background. Hey, mm-hmm. ho. I think that's because he popped out his hip. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 These songs, they they definitely take some journeys into the butt rock, like that first <laughs> song. They take some journeys into sort of. Uh, they they do some uh, drum programming on yeah. one of the songs. Oh yeah. Good. It's it's terrible. Yeah, it's just man. the worst. Wonderful. I did not like this at all. <laughs> no. I really hate Aerosmith already. <laughs> And this yeah, was yeah, even yeah. worse. It just seemed like a thing that would be a shitty listen for you. Oh, for and sure. And ultimately, that's why I picked yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, that is the definition of a punishment album. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't pun. Like, I mean, it, I just didn't really listen to it. Sure. Yeah. Like, it was on. Yeah, yeah, But after yeah. a certain point, I just started, was like, I was like, I'm not paying attention to the lyrics. I'm not getting anything <laughs> out of the music. Right, right. It's so like this a, is when you're getting your teeth cleaned, there's that yeah. moment where you just you shut off inside. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah. it'll eventually be over. At the very end, <laughs> he sings Janie Got a Gun, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He does like a down-tempo oh, uh, cover, gross. if you can call it a cover, really? of Janie Got a Gun. And I was just like, okay. Does he still I, do the, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> I think he did. Great. No, yeah. <laughs> but there is a song on this album called Red, white, and you. Yeah, oh, no. The song title is terrible. Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> simply, simply marvelous. But you know, yeah. It, there's yeah. also a song called "The Good, the Bad, the Ugly," and me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Is that about his relationship with that film? Yeah, <laughs> terrific. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the 14 times he went to see that. And me watching the movie. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I got some well, junior mint. Believe the hype. It's I'm very glad good. that you yeah. listened to it. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's amazing. Good. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a win. win. It was worthwhile. <laughs> totally it was it. the hardest thing to pirate <laughs> I have pirated in years. <laughs> <laughs> and that was almost like, because obviously I wasn't going to pay for yeah, this experience. Sure. So like, you know, it was like, I just boy, nobody. It. And I, yeah. I, that for me is always a very good indicator of overall popularity. If no one's even bothered to rip your album and put it on the internet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not very no, important. Things aren't working out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's my turn for punishment album. Yeah, what do you got? And man? I had it. I thought you know I could find some pop punk album to make your blood boil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I decided to go with something that I I also don't know much about, and uh-huh. it was a it was a blind listen on Spotify. It was a new album recently, and I listened to usually one track off of anything that'll get on Spotify. Yeah. Um. So I listened to an album by a act called Thundercat. Get out! I. Uh, just started listening to that album this morning. Oh, okay. So well, we'll talk about it next we'll week. We'll talk about it because it the is... The album Drunk? Yes, yeah. the album Drunk. Steven Bruner, or Brunner, uh, he's worked a lot with Flying Lotus, which I love. Uh-huh. He's also done some work with Suicidal Tendencies, which, which is I love. very interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, most, probably most known for appearing on Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Right. He's a... Uh, Multi-instruments. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, mostly a bass player yeah. is his jam. Um, and That's it's really a, funny. You started, as your sentence was going, I'm like... Say Thundercat. Yeah. <laughs> Say Because I, I had didn't know what to expect from it at all, only no. knowing Flying Lotus and, and Kendrick Lamar. So yeah. I was like, this will be an interesting thing because it's such <laughs> a, what I've heard of it so far is just so all over the place, so mm. crazy. I want to know what Greg thinks. I will tell you next week. All right. We'll mm. listen to it some more together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. The the stars aligned. <laughs> it, it, all, it all worked out. Yeah. Sometimes. All right. Well, now mm. let's roll. Okay. So... Do I, get, do I get to roll for Casey? No, because he's not going to be back. God damn it. I know. Oh, he's still not back? We rolled last last time thinking he'd be back, but no. Jesus. Can no. I roll anyway? No. <laughs> yes, you can, you can yeah. roll for yourself and then decide not to abide by your roll, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess if I rolled low, then there's really no direction for then the next guy yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. Loser. a loser. We make the next yeah. guest a loser. So what we're doing this week <laughs> is um, because... Oh, it's a big one. Big, oh. Yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah. one. Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Big Kong. Yeah. Skull Island. Yeah. yeah. Skull Island. Oh, looks so good. It looks so fucking good. Oh, I can tell you, regardless of the outcome of this role, I'm going to see that movie on <laughs> yes. Friday night. So yeah. enjoy yourself. Um, <clears throat> so what we'll do is we'll do a two-person role. Highest wins, lowest uh, goes uh, home. And instead of watching Kong Skull Island, watches the Linda Hamilton King Kong Lives. King Kong Lives. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what a piece of filmmaking. <laughs> yeah, a fan. Yeah. Nope. A fan <laughs> emerges. But I do love my King Kong movies, and I did watch that once and, and yeah. sit agog yeah. <laughs> of, of what I saw. And I I mean, I had the world's biggest crush on Linda Hamilton when oh, I was that age. Sure, yeah. I kind of wish I had seen that when I was that age instead yeah. of as a very sad 32-year-old man. <laughs> well, one of us is going to be very sad when we watch yeah, yeah. it. So, Greg, you want to roll first? Yeah, or? all right. Okay. Oh, man. This is a huge roll. This is I'm big. So... This is a... Yeah. Okay. Here we go. That's oh, a, that's a one. <laughs> Slaughtered. Son of a bitch. Well, I could roll a one. You never yeah, know. Yeah, roll a one. All right, do that. Let's see. That sounds great. Here we go. One, 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 one. That's a four. That's four, four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, have you been in a slump? Yeah. Oh, no, I actually haven't really no, been in good. that much no. of a slump. I've been in a bit of a slump, but... Uh. I just really I'm so Arts. excited to see that fucking movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. wouldn't blame you if you on the sly went and saw it anyway. You just didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know. I've probably never done that, I swear. Yeah, yeah. No, why would you do that? <laughs> I would never do that. The rules. And but I definitely I wouldn't believe- have done that once for some reason with premium rush. <laughs> You guys have been, <laughs> really for some reason like oh. I lost premium the weekend premium of all rushes the things the and I just yeah. had, it was to like contravene your honor for yeah, yeah. and that was premium early on in that was a long time ago I was gonna say, you guys have been doing this for five years where like 
every week you're facing the chance of not seeing a movie you're really looking forward to, mm-hmm. yeah. I would have gone, you know the guy in, in any platoon that's about to go crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I would be that all the time. I'd be like, I can't handle this stress anymore. Well, luckily we, for, for the Star Wars, which are usually, which oh, yeah. been, that doesn't count. That yeah. doesn't count. That's the yeah. only, I've never broken the, the pact. I did once for <laughs> a premium for rush. rush. For premium oh, rush. bicycles, how fast do they go? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe Gorman Kramer his way out of the contest, and he did it for premium rush. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I Like, my brother was just, oh, I'm going, and I thought, whatever, I'm going. <laughs> it's not like it's a great Fuck movie. Fuck those guys, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. What's a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right, next week, we will yep. talk about Skull Island, and we will talk about king kong yeah. I, I feel like i was destined to lose that i put yeah. in all of my energy like i focused my chakra for to, logan to make sure i saw logan yeah, yeah. I'm very i was glad not you, missing out on that i'm glad yeah. you got the opportunity to do that because you get fucking slaughtered on comic book movies over i know what the fuck over, is that yeah. shit man it's so terrible bad. and the last time you i can remember that you won was guardians and i was so glad that you i was fucking nervous listening because you were going to be on my show and i was like if he loses we're fucked there's so much riding on this one role yeah, <laughs> yeah this is probably the last time i won but yeah very glad i got to talk about logan totally with you. yeah, yeah it's too. very very good me too um well now we are all very glad that you will be telling us about a se- an episode of season two of the oc and another freshly squeezed episode of orange you glad it's the OC Corner. Yeah. Every week we watch an episode of season two of the OC one by one, and we re- relay the drama and the information back to yeah. one another. Greg watched uh, an episode this week. I watched one last week. Next week it'll go back to me, and so on and so forth till Casey comes back. Wait, what was the middle thing? Uh, <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to say was that I texted you and said, if you're not interested in sitting through the OC, you are available or free to leave and you said are you fucking kidding me oh yeah i'm gonna get the oc live show here now i i have never watched the oc and right. i gotta be honest with you guys yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. i don't even listen to this segment of the there show. you go oh, yeah fair enough but sometimes there's do. the door yeah. and what i've learned <laughs> yeah. is that the oc relay can be enjoyed with no context of any kind. Okay, Excellent. good. <laughs> so, well, good. Hit me with it. Yeah. What, uh, all right. Season two, what was the episode? Uh, the Family Ties. Oh. Mm. I see. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for some, like, sweet Alex Mallory references, yeah. but I didn't Ooh. get shit. Nothing. Um, okay, so... Uh, this is the... We're, we're in aftermath phase of everyone finding out what uh, Grandpa Sex did. And what did Grandpa Sex do? He fathered an illegitimate child. Oh, my God. Lied to his family about it for 16 years. Holy shit. Now she's back in the picture because he was in a lawsuit for some reason. Wait, there's yeah. a 16-year-old girl that is that is Sex Grandpa's baby? Daughter, yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say it was, it was DLR uh, was the baby. No, no. He's but, interested in well, of uh, course, illegitimate baby. How could he not be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're hanging out. Fantastic. But it's weird because now they know that... <clears throat> His surrogate mother is her sister. Right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's not that weird. <laughs> no. For this show, I'd call that actually pretty It's tame. actually, yeah. That is not Jack McKay blowing up in a limousine. No, it isn't. It is certainly <laughs> Nothing isn't. has reached that. No, no, no. no, no. It's, this is not as good as 920. Anyway, so he, so the where everyone's reeling from that. We're having, uh, Seth and Ryan are talking. It's like, is it okay for you to date her, even though she's sort of like your sister or mm-hmm. your aunt or something? Hmm. You know, even though he's not blood related, he's part of this family now. Yeah. He, he, you know, he lives there. He's the, he's <clears throat> the Lindsay, pet, he's right? the pet that could. I got to tell you, I've been a teenage boy. Yeah, that shit plays 
Yeah. <laughs> sure. In. Let's go. Yeah. Great. So they're trying to figure out what to do with that. Uh, uh, Jimmy Tate, uh, Tate Donovan, he's been uh, banging his ex-wife, oh, yeah. Julie, right? All the time. She's married to Grandpa Sex. Yeah. Right? Got it. They just got married. Yep. Because And before that, she was banging her daughter's ex-boyfriend, but instead married her neighbor's dad. Right? <laughs> These and people she, really don't know a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't. And yeah. she was yeah. so okay. upset that Caleb could have dared cheat. Yeah. On somebody when I was like, but you're banging your ex Your ex husband, Tate Donovan. Um, so that's going on. <laughs> Tate it's really, Tate. It's, it's a two part condemnation. Right. You're banging your ex husband. Uh, it's Tate Donovan. It's Tate Donovan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're like, what are we going to do? What's this all about? What's the future mean? And they're really kind of feeling it, maybe. And of course, what happens then is uh, while they're smooching, somebody walks in that shouldn't. Should. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Marissa. Take a drink. Is bringing her <laughs> new uh, uh, boyfriend, DJ Yardboy, to uh, come see her dad. But okay. they walk up to the boat that he lives on, and of course they see he sees uh, she sees dad kissing her mom. Yes, uh, who is now married to Grandpa Sex. Yes, and then she's like, "It was ah, bound to happen." They don't know that she's there, so she grabs DJ Yardboy, and they run off. Yeah, because and in right? my episode, they were like coming to the boat a lot and almost running into them banging. Right. And so they've been waiting for this to happen. Right. So it's happened. And she wanted to go out there and introduce DJ Yardboy to her dad because she's having a hard time and her dad is the only thing keeping her sane right now, she says. So that's what's going on with that. And uh, Grandpa Sex, the case is over. He's won or <laughs> is not going to jail or didn't lose. I don't know what happened. I don't remember what it was about. Wait, uh, he was going to go to prison for an illegitimate child? I guess so. Cool. All he had to do was tell his <laughs> there was something family else that he about... did it. Just confess to your family and I'll throw away the charges. There That's was right. something else about him paying off people. And I, don't, like, I don't know. I'm going to sentence sure. you to be their butler. Because <laughs> he's my butler. So he's all happy about that, that he doesn't have to fucking go to jail or whatever. I don't even know. Sure. The adult storylines are very forgettable. Um, so that's what's going on with that junk. Then Seth, uh, he's the Christmas vacation has ended, right? Because we just had Christmaca, right? So everyone hasn't seen each other. So at school, um, Summer is dating Zach, right? Yeah. And Zach it comes up and is like, hey, Seth, we're buddies, right? And I'm like, that's weird, but sure, why would these guys be buddies now? <laughs> and he's like, sure. And he's like, listen, when I was on Christmas vacation, I screwed up and I kissed this girl. And, you know, nothing else happened. I kind of ran out of there. But, you know, she was my tutor, my math tutor from a couple of years ago. Anyway, she's going through a divorce and her kids and stuff like that. And this, he's 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, he's like, what should I do? And he's like, well, you're the conscience guy, so you should tell her what happened. Just tell her that it made you realize that you like her even more. And just do that. And he's like, cool. Thanks for listening to me. And don't tell my secrets. He's like, it won't, bro. Yeah, great. <laughs> that definitely won't later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's In not this episode, be a huge mess. So then, Seth goes to see Alex, who's the bartender that he's been seeing. Um, yes, Olivia Wilde, uh, and he Ooh. goes to her house, and she opens the door like, uh, "What's going on?" No, a guy opens the door, and he's like, uh, "What's going on?" And he's not wearing a shirt, and Seth's like, "Oh, weird." And then she's like, uh, I'm awake too. What's going on? And then more topless people come out of her apartment. She's like, why are you here so early? He's like, it's 3.30 in the afternoon. She's like, I'm so hungover. Why are you and having like, an orgy oh, no. so early? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's very confused. And 
they're all cool, like tattooed people who got drunk last night. And he's like, oh, man. Yeah. And he offers, he do you want a sandwich? He's like, oh, it was like a sandwich? She's like, sandwich. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, so then he goes home and complains about it to Dirty Little Ryan and oh, Dad. That would, that would set Seth Daddy off. Daddy eyebrows. And he's like, yeah, I, she's into bad boys, and I just offered a sandwich. Yeah. I'm not a bad boy. She's into bad I'm boys. Sorry, and but it, yeah. I, I listened to Death Cab for Beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the big band of this episode is Modest Mouse. Okay, cool. Right, everyone's going to go to the Modest Mouse show. Um, so there's lots and lots of Modest Mouse songs. Which in this you episode. love. I, oh, <laughs> boy, I don't like Modest Mouse. Um... Well, I didn't mind them until they really blew up with that big album, the uh, Some, uh, good news good for people, people who like love, bad yeah. news. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, I've let Frank Black make Frank Black albums. <laughs> you can do your own thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's neither here nor there. So, yeah, he wants to be a bad boy now. And uh, Ryan and uh, Al, uh, what's her name? Uh, the illegitimate baby. Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, they don't know what to do. Everything's weird. There's, of course, some big party going on that everyone's going to go to. Can't have an episode of the OC with a big party. So Marissa confronts her dad about kissing her mom. And he's like, she's like, what's the matter with you? Why are you like this? You're a horrible piece of shit. And like everything's going wrong and you're just doing the same horrible things again. Why don't you just be a dad? I need a dad right now. Everything's fucked up. But instead, I've got lying, crazy mom, and you're a thief, and everything's a piece of shit. Now you guys are going to get back together again. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. And he's like, oh, man. And she's like, just be a fucking dad. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, right on. Because totally. he's horrible. So then he has some slow searching to do. So he goes and talks to uh, Eyebrows and Kirsten, and he's like, I've been fucking Julie. And they're like, God damn it, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and Marissa caught us. And they're like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And he's like, so I did some thinking and I realized I've been making all these terrible mistakes. So the obviously what I should be doing now is I'm going to move to Maui. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, sweet move. He's like, I got offered a job in Maui, so I think I'm going to just get the fuck out of here. Two yeah. plus it's two gonna be... equals Maui. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, great job, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to straighten up as a dad. What's the best thing a dad would do? I'm out of uh, here. Move away. Maui. Yeah. <laughs> Maui. I should go to Maui. I deserve a trip. Yeah. <laughs> like, they thought of a new suck. Then he tells Marissa that he's going to move to Maui, and she's like, what the Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you! Dude, were you listening? You're horrible. This is even worse. Yeah. So uh, then there's the big shitting party going on, oh, right? Party. So Marissa brings her DJ Yard Boy, but she's really upset, so she starts drinking. So you know something's gonna happen there. Mm -hmm. DJ Yard Boy. DJ Yard Boy. Uh, <laughs> Ryan and Lindsay are trying to figure out if they should kiss or not, or if it's gonna be like kissing your sister. Uh, Seth is still trying to be a bad boy to impress uh, uh, Alex. And the first thing he does to do that, there's two two events. There's one oh party night at the bar. Seth drinks too much Jack Daniels, blows Zach's secret to Summer. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Dread, God damn it, I wanted to blow his chunks. Come on, man. He throws up all over the bar, uh, makes everyone mad. Anyway, so that's his little excursion there. So now we're at the real party, the real end of the episode. And uh, he, okay, we'll get to his... Bad, well, his bad boy move is he's going to steal Grandpa Sex's car. So he does that to go impress <laughs> what Alex. What a dummy. Yeah, it's really bad. Anyway, and uh, then 
uh, Ryan and Lindsay don't know what if they should kiss or not because they they don't know if they're brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> they know they're not blood wise, so but they're just still, hovering their they're lips hovering around the idea. Together. Yeah, yeah. And um, then Marissa shows up at the party and she's super drunk and she calls out her mom and dad in the middle of the party and like real loudly. You know, like, why do you, they're like, you're drunk. She's like, why do you think I'm drunk? My mom's a slut. My dad's a thief. This is garbage. Damn. And uh, they're like, oh, bummer. And so <laughs> then she runs off with DJ Yardboy to the beach. And uh, yeah, everyone's bummer. like, ah. um, and then Grandpa Sex finds out that some, he's, well, he, yeah, you know, he, like, it's been loosely alluded to that his wife is cheating on him with her ex-husband. Okay. But he's more like, hey, where's my car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the car is gone. They find out that it was Seth, and he's with Alex, and the cops show up, and they arrest Seth for stealing the car. Good. Holy and shit. And out on the dummy. beach, Marissa's out on the beach with DJ Yardboy, but Daddy Tate shows up, and Yardboy's like, I called your dad so you guys could talk. And he takes off. <laughs> oh, dude, DJ so, Yardboy. Yeah, what I the know. fuck? He's a good guy. No, that's and, a terrible... Well... <laughs> Anyway, they talk and they look at the water and he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, she cries a lot. And then they just sit there all night anyway. But he's still going to go to Maui because he's a dink. And uh, <laughs> it would be better if they're, they're sitting and looking at the water. And then he yeah, just points yeah. and goes, Maui. Maui. Yeah. If you, if you are a teenager who is like, I feel so trapped. I need to get away from my parents. I don't want to see them right now. And oh boyfriend yard boy you're my only like escape and he's like i called him up he's on his parents (laughs) help me yard boy you're my only hope yeah Yeah. Uh, Uh, here's your dad gotta go yeah so um ryan and Lindsay decide well why don't we try kissing and see if it tastes weird (laughs) oh because everybody knows if you are brother and sister you excrete a bitter agent on your lips that's right so they get to kissing and it's okay oh yeah kirsten walks in and almost catches them but doesn't then she leaves and they get back to kissing right away (laughs) kiss kissing (laughs) and uh then uh that's the next day the morning and they're all uh gathered in the uh, cohen kitchen as they often are all right and marissa shows up at the door with bagels and they invite her into the house and they're all gonna have a lovely bagel breakfast and they make a big production about the bagels oh it's a fun breakfasty morning and they're all gonna be like we're gonna make it together right Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm like does Marissa live here now? <laughs> I don't know what's oh. going on, but it feels weird. So then you've got Marissa maybe moving in and living with her ex-boyfriend, or at least is going to be around there a whole lot. But okay. he is busy now starting a relationship with what is basically his maybe sister, yeah, something like that, who is also Seth's aunt yeah, because she's Kirsten's teenage sister, yeah, uh, because she's the illegitimate daughter of marissa's stepdad but bagels are the binding agent but the bagels are really good and sandy eyebrows has a terrific way of applying cream cheese to them yeah how does he do it i don't know they don't show you oh fuck wow (laughs) why why would they reference it uh, and not detail it just to give you that nice down home feel yeah (laughs) real good time you want to yeah and that's the oc Oh man, this show yeah. is spellbinding. It's yeah, really it's so good. Somebody better get shot. Yeah. yeah, even if it's me, I don't care anymore. It's a roller coaster yeah. of funny, crazy things and boringness. Yeah, yeah, it's really absurd how many because, crazy things are going on. Yeah. Yet it's so boring. Because because every once in a while something awesome, yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah. throws a. So chair. far, season two is a disappointment. Man. Yeah, we need what's his name, uh, Luke, to come back. No, what was the guy that was that was super oh, wild? Uh, uh, 
olives olives <laughs> olives i didn't yeah. i didn't want to say yeah. all i was like yeah. is it olives or grapes no, I was, I was pickles <laughs> pickles Gra- grapey uh, pickle man <laughs> what are those little onions you put in a martini yeah, yeah, yeah. cloves yeah. Uh, <laughs> olives yeah, yeah 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 see we need that kind of crazy town yeah. going on this yeah, whole because there was a gun waving and yeah yeah pottery we, throwing yeah now nothing yeah we'll get to it i hope i hope so yeah. something better happen if not, we'll just stop doing the OCF for this season. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not stopping it until okay. I understand the reference of that terrific Saturday Night Live digital short. Oh yeah, mm, what you say? Yeah, yeah. Until I hear Imogen Heap, yeah. this isn't over. Okay, <laughs> then we'll go until that. Interesting. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah. Is there anything you would like to tell our audience? Uh, maybe to go listen to Mamo. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You should listen to Mamo. It's 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 like you know. You, did you ever have a really old dog? It's like that, <laughs> yeah. like a dog that just shouldn't be alive anymore. But you're like, God bless him, he still walks, still going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the Mamo podcast at right. Mamo.ca. Me and mm-hmm. Matthew Price, yeah. yeah, talking. Or if you wanted to, if you just are phobic and you don't want to leave the Modern Superior <laughs> Network, right. yeah, you can hear my voice. Yes. On Super Zero, yeah, right. where we talk about comic books, that's mm-hmm. right. me and Aaliyah Miller, it's a terrific show, or my SoCast Life, where yep. we talk about my so-called life, mm-hmm. yeah. me and Katarina Gligorievic. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. now, yeah, listen to those shows; those are great. shows. I think people yeah. should. Uh-huh. And we Mamo also is also a great show. Look, yeah, 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 guys, everything I do, yeah, it's great, terrific. Yeah, we also need to give credit where credit is due because early on in See You Next Wednesday history, mm-hmm. you spread you spread the good word, and yeah. uh, I was noticed on the street for my voice basically because of you by somebody early on and he said oh i heard of your show through this show called mammo and i was like what's that i gotta look into it mm. and that's how all of, that's all, all of this that's happened. all of us yeah how all of us met i still find it still occasionally a little weird that i know you guys because <laughs> like I you, think when I started listening to your show, I didn't even know you were in Toronto. So you, I was yeah, like, here's you, this cool show. You, you Here are these funny guys. You described us to Matthew Price, uh, your co-host, as, oh, they're like us, but they're funny. Yeah. And then I listened to your show, and I described your show to uh, Greg and Casey as, they're like us, but they know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're like us, but like they know the business. Hey guys, yeah. guys, the truth is somewhere in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I know is Matt Price is very tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Swell fella and tall. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And yeah. uh, we can't end the show until Greg and I uh, reveal our long running rivalry on our phones. Oh, right. Because yeah, we yeah. didn't mention this. We did. We should have mentioned it earlier. I maybe. know. What? I listened. Uh, <laughs> Casey's gone, so all we're doing is. is Playing what? phone games. Yeah. I listened to an old episode recently where we were talking about the pancake game. Oh, right. On Time Bandits. Yeah. Where you flip, you pancakes, flip pancakes to get high numbers. Yeah. But now Facebook has built in. You're not You're, a, you're not a Facebook I'm not. I, I, no, left, Matt, the, I yeah, left, left the book. The conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Brown left the conversation. Yeah. And how pissed am I that that is not the last status update that I posted on Facebook? Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Um, yeah. But now on Facebook Messenger, there's built in games. Where you can play the game and then you'll battle for top scores. Yeah, dumb little like phone games. Yeah, but and we've been going back and forth for yeah. a good while. Yeah, it, basically a day consists of Greg will beat my score and I'll post a fuck gif. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll beat <laughs> Greg's score and he'll be like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and then we just continue on forever. I w- I had a very uh, slow day in a truck at work um, last week. 
And I just decided I was going to try and wipe out any number one <laughs> yeah. that Dan Gorman had on the leaderboard <laughs> in any game. Yeah. And so I methodically went through each game, yeah. even ones that we don't play anymore. I know. I've but done we- that, too, where I found some old game. I was like, oh, we haven't done this in so long. I'll beat this so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been all right. Yeah. It's pretty it's fun. not stopping. It's good. No. It's good. Mm-hmm. Who's winning right now? Huh? Who's Who's got the most number ones right now? Most number ones right now? I think uh, <laughs> this is going to be riveting. Yeah. No, Listing. I'm curious. I yeah. want to know. <laughs> your first place in Tower Defense Force. Mm-hmm. Oh, your first place in Super Dash. Yep. Uh, I believe I'm first place in uh, Mars Rover. You guys are making all these names up. <laughs> no. Okay. Here, I got the whole list here. Greg Track, is track and field. Snake. I'm number one. Yeah. Tower Defense. I'm number one. Yeah. Super Dash. I'm number one. Master Archer. I'm number one. Galaga. I'm number one. Snake. You're number one. Yeah. Mars Rover. You're number one. Tribes. I'm back to number one in. Yeah. Back I'm not, hey, I'm number one in Everwing. <laughs> yeah. I can't even get that one to load. You're you, num- you, my friend, though, I will go at all of these, but you will always be the zookeeper. I know. I cannot I'm number get near one your zookeeper. score in zookeeper. It really, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You're way more. You got way more number ones. I have a lot of number me. ones here. Yeah. But that's because I have number one dumb games like Endless Lake and Shuffle yeah. Cats. Well, Mini. I'm going to scroll all the way down to the bottom and <laughs> yeah. get number one in Daily Sudoku. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to play Sudoku. <laughs> so there you go. Play yeah. some Facebook. What are your high games? scores? What are your high scores? <laughs> what are you good games? at? <laughs> uh, let us know at info at modernsuperior.com. Uh-huh. Uh, until next week, uh-huh. we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Fuck Gene. Fuck Gene. Fuck Gene. And it's working out pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>